And now it's time to bait our hooks, cast our nets, drop our poles in the water, and fish for some jokes with Down on the Dock. Welcome to Down on the Docks, episode 78, part two. Hey, look, I, I just want to let you know, yeah. when you're doing the devil voice, don't you don't have, have to, to do the devil voice. I know, I always I'm do. I'm sorry, so we'll tell them about the episode again. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. This is part two of Hail Satan, which was directed by uh, Penny Lane, if you'll recall, mm-hmm. and released in 2019. And who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm Dave. Hi, I am Dave. <laughs> That's when you know you have a good producer, when they tell you that you're doing devil voice with devil voice on top of <laughs> like, it. You and I've already devil voiced enough, man. I can't devil voice anymore, man. It's just your human nature to sound like the devil when devil voice program is on, yeah. just so you know. So I will pull over, man. I can't pull over anymore. work on that. <laughs> Guys, uh, if you are just joining Down in the Docks, we welcome you to our podcast. This podcast uh, uh, comes out weekly. And if you're just tuning in, this is your first show. We encourage you to back up to episode 77 because this is part two of Hail Satan. Um, what this podcast is all about is my effort to um, increase Dave's um, likelihood likelihood of watching a documentary. Correct. Yeah. I'm a big documentary fan. And the goal here is I explain the podcast in long form with some jokes from myself and Dave and trying to convince him to watch the show. And we are 78 episodes into this process. And Dave, how many pods? Zero. Okay. How many docs? Zero documentaries. Right. I have watched. I haven't even, I mean, I watch some documentaries mm-hmm. on like YouTube and stuff uh, like that. They're like nature. Docu- they're all nature. They're all yeah. science kind of flat ones. Oh. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Most of them are like CIA. You know, hol- holographic, no, uh-huh. holographic universe, like real uh-huh. science shit. No, 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 real science shit, like Lex Friedman science oh, shit. Oh, is he the real science guy? No, no, no. Yeah, he is. He's like Bill Nye? Yeah, no, Lex Friedman, dude. Okay. He's like the man. Uh-huh. He's the man. Okay. But, um, but, but yeah, you but think like, what I watch is but, shit? But no, no, but for some reason, documentaries based around people or events, uh-huh. they don't do it for me. Okay. I like the objective. I like sometimes they're, they're too subjective for me sometimes. Got it. The people, you you want to look at uh, a lion in the savannah and be like, that's a lion in the savannah. There's no question. And he's getting ready to eat, and I believe it. And there's no, like you said, well, subjective here's the thing. When you thoughts wa- about Right. It. When you're watching, exactly. When you're watching like a nature documentary, it's mm-hmm. like, it's pretty factually based. Right. Or when you're watching a science. Document. I hate when you, when you watch like a JFK, that's, yeah. that's a bad one because that's conspiracy based one yeah. usually. But if you're watching like, you know, like some conspiracy of this stuff, fact. it just doesn't. But Valley Rising might be it. Okay. So, yeah. so there you go, guys. Um, before we begin, we want to remind you, uh, we, uh, we did, we do this podcast for the love. Okay. Um, we don't make any money. In fact, we spend too much money <laughs> yes. doing it. 
Yeah. Uh, but we can always appreciate your help with a follow on Twitter at yep. Down on the Docs or on Instagram at Down on the Docs Pod. And if you would like to send us an email, which we all re- we review all of them, uh, that you can reach us at Down on the Docs at gmail.com. Now, if you want to go further, please join our Discord. It is in the link on Twitter and Instagram. And you can meet lots of cool people on there who, um, continue the conversation of our podcast after the show, as well as uh, very cool memes and artwork. Yep. Uh, you, uh, always, of course, by the extremely talented Retard Sexual Blowtorch 68. Best in the biz. Before we begin, Dave, we do have one sponsor on the show. Can you please tell today's listeners who this show is sponsored by? This week's episode of Down on the Docks is brought to you by Broccoli Farms, established in 2016 San Diego, California, by cannabis entrepreneur Anthony Bird. Broccoli Farms is a modern take on cannabis brands around the world. By combining new terminology involving cannabis worldwide, Anthony created a cannabis brand that uniquely represents the entire cannabis industry as one. Broccoli Farms. Are you sure it's not cannabis industry as four, maybe? The lowest delivery minimum in San Diego. Fair prices and quality products makes Broccoli Farms one of the best deliveries in San Diego for almost a decade. Be sure to mention, we got to change that to a decade pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Be sure to mention Down on the Docks podcast for 15% off your next order, along with first-time patient gifts and rewards. Fuck that pussy. <laughs> Check them out today on Instagram at broccolifarm619 and daves.sarah. Okay, so Dave, if you recall, last episode... We uh, took a break midway through the documentary when we learned that the Satanic Temple, uh, one of their uh, activities or one of their missions um, to bring religious pluralism into society, was starting an after-school program uh, for kids um, where they read a book called The Satanic Children's Big Book of Activities. Okay. Uh So um, that's where we left. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Well, if it has anything to do with the uh, those rituals they're doing over a poor guy's grandmother's grave, grandma, uh, poor the, guy's mother's grave. Nothing like that. Uh, no. This is literally like, uh, Johnny, keep keep the coloring lines inside the pentagram. Okay. Nice. Oh, it's a coloring uh, book. Yeah, that's yeah. right. My bad. Okay. Hey, Susie. Um, what's six plus six plus six? It's not like two dudes or two chicks no, kissing each other. No, or no, scissoring, no, 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 no. It's cool. not like uh, mommy, Child porn. mommy's new girlfriend or awesome. anything like that. Okay, awesome. Dave, let me get a little bit of a drum roll. Drum roll. We are going to discuss devil worship, the rise of Satanism in the name of Satan, devil worship, exposing Satan's underground. Now, this was a title. That came on a television show called the Geraldo Rivera Show. A little lengthy. Yeah, it was a little long. Can you read one for me one more time? Yeah. Devil worship, the rise of Satanism. In the name of Satan, devil worship, worship exposing Satan's underground. I feel like very redundant. It's a, a lot. redundant. Well, you got that, worship in there twice. Yeah, maybe, you got maybe I got some in there wrong in the transcription. In but at this point, okay. the film shifts. And takes us back, looks like fucking late Geraldo. 80s. Yeah, Geraldo. That fucking bastard above his lip. I fu- you know what I hate about him? There's what? some shit I agree with with him, but 98% of it I cannot agree with because he's just such a clout chaser and fucking ambulance chaser. And he's always on the scene. And he's just. I a- just, I didn't grow up in it. I'm a little too young to yeah. really understand Geraldo. For me, it was just kind of a name and a, and a face. It never really. I never really watched yeah. 
Geraldo well, 80s, on, in anything. Back, you know, when we were growing up in the he 80s. Must have, he, for me, he must have gone away in the early yeah, 90s, fucking Sally. mid-90s. Here's what you had. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. In the daytime, you had Sally. Yeah. You, well, Phil Donahue preceded them all. She was in Hairspray, wasn't she? I don't Sally, think so. That was the other one. Uh, I don't know. And then you had um, Maury Povich on A Current Affair, which is a little bit later on. I remember Povich. He's still on. Yeah, it was but, on like until you know. right, but you didn't have a whole lot of choices. But Geraldo yeah. was always in the background yeah. somewhere. Well, on his program, he says today, uh, "You got to go in that situation. You got to go with the Price is Right." Oh yeah, of course. I mean, everybody dun, loved dun, the Price dun, is dun, Right. Dun, dun. Yeah. Um, Did so you ever go? To have I ever been to it? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No. We should go one day. You think so? I think it's fun. Well, it's funny. That I've you never say been. That. I, I, we, we, all a bunch of us, uh-huh. we got tickets. Sure, you did. For like a Friday, we all took off work, or like a yeah. Thursday, took off work. What? Saw how long, long the line was, and just got drunk at the bar next. Do you want me to do what I would call uh, a favor for for you then? Sure. Would you like me to cover a documentary on the prices, right? Because there is one. A long one? How long is it? Dude, don't worry about the length because it's not going to change what I program for the show. <laughs> Great. It's I still going to be a four Dude. hour podcast over two episodes. Oh, God damn it. Or would you be interested no. if I did that? Nope. Okay, so what am I going to do? Just talk into an empty microphone and tell the prices right story on a, on episode 80 next week? I don't I don't think that's very much of a compelling. What if I told you it was about a guy who fixed the prices right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, maybe. Okay. Now well, we're getting into it. Well, well you know what? We'll leave it up to our listeners. Let's get back to the Satans. Yeah. Listeners, if you want me to cover the prices right, Doc, let me know. Okay. Okay. So back to Geraldo. Whether Satan exists is a matter of belief, but we are certain that Satanism exists. To some, it's religion. To others, it's the practice of evil in the devil's name. It exists, and it is flourishing. Well, Lucian reminds us that you can't understand the Satanic temple if you don't understand what was known as the Satanic Panic of the 80s and 90s. Okay? Great band name, by the way. Going to Satanic Panic tonight. Mm -hmm. Should be good. Mm -hmm. There was... You think you said that joke last time? What's that? I think you said that joke last No, time. I didn't. You're, no. you're big. <laughs> that is true. Satanic Panic wasn't... We didn't discuss Satanic Panic last uh, time. No, damn it. So, anywho, um, in the 80s, people were worried, and they would caution parents, okay? And we hear these 80s reporters... Yeah, all the Republicans. Like, not just Republicans. They're like, yeah. they're baby killers, you know? They're the real ritualistic rapists. They yeah. indulge in cannibalism. Yeah. Well, Lucian says, I was a young child. <laughs> Lucian says, <laughs> says, I was a young child seeing these claims about satanic cult, uh, criminal networks, you know, they abused babies and uh, they drove children to Satanism. And then we hear another reporter and he's like, unsuspecting young people are drawn to the occult by the seemingly harmless pleasures of participating in fantasy role playing games like Dungeons and Dragons. Now, do you know what Dungeons and Dragons is? Um, yes, I do. Did you ever play it? I've never played it. I'm getting close to though. Okay, it's like close. on your list of things to do. There's cool um, online versions now that yeah. a lot of my friends play. So I mean, I'm getting well, to that play, age where I'm gay and if, just stupid. If you were like a straight arrow, like I was in elementary school, okay, you stayed away from these kids. Okay? Straight, straight arrow. Yeah, like I was a straight. 
No, it was a normal... You know, From D&D kids? We weren't allowed to hang out with them. Wow. Because our you parents... hang out with nerds back in the day? They weren't considered nerds. They were considered... Anybody who played Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, yeah. I thought they'd be the same as comic book people. No, 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 no. Okay. There was more I of I feel a, like it is comic There was book a more people. of like, you don't want to, you're not allowed to go hang out with little Johnny. He's rolling a 12-sided die. Oh, it's the, the dice and the game itself. Yeah. Literally the game, Dungeon. Yeah. anybody who played Dungeons and Dragons was yeah. bad. No, not like the type of person who might play Dungeons and Dragons. No, they were bad too. Like nerds, comic book they nerds were bad. They were looked at as nerds. They were looked at as fucking but like dirt comic balls. book people. Comic book people were looked at. No, comic book people were always were fine. Just fine. Okay, but if there was I a kid on like your was, block, okay, that played Dungeons and Dragons. Fair enough. You're, I mean, you're you weren't born. allowed to go hang out with them. I mean, now this is how I was raised. Yeah, you were okay. thirteen in the seventies, so it makes sense. Okay. Anyway, we meet a D and D dungeon master, and you know. He says, okay, you enter a very small room, and there's a large black coffin right in the center. <laughs> I thought you to say large black cock. Black coffin. And the gates shut behind you. Well, we meet a, uh, a TST member from Detroit. His call sign. I'm going to call him call signs because they always have these weird names. <laughs> he goes by Hollow Axis. Huh. See, he, these are all D&D names. Are they? Basically. I don't think you know. Handles, I think you're just bullshit doggy. and making shit up. Dump. Okay. So he says, as a kid in the 80s, I loved D&D, and I played D&D constantly, and several of my friends' mothers forbade them from hanging out with me. Yeah, because they were classy, like my parents. Yeah. Um, and he goes, but that was my childhood brush with the satanic panic. Well, another reporter, millions enjoy D&D, and the game uh, is called that, but we really don't know how many find unsuspected dragons in their psychic dungeons. Oh, God. How, then, do we deal with our demons? Well, The corporate Oxen. press is garbage. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> The media was a mess. The media is terrible. Yeah. Still is. Always has been. They, they probably still have skewed my beliefs on Ugh, this. It's so gross. So Hollow Axis says, you know, I was a teenage metalhead. I and loved this is what right now? The early 80s? Yeah. Mid, mid to early 80s? Early 80s. Okay. He said, I loved heavy metal and Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which meant that there was like a social campaign against everything I loved. Now, when I grew up, we just called these people dirts. And I think I know I've used that term before. They, they you know... People would be like, are you hanging out with the dirts today? What's going on? You know, I noticed you just wrote Slayer on your Trapper Keeper. I mean, it's good, poor fun. It's good, for, good, poor fun for like everybody. You know what yeah, I mean? like, and I do remember playing a couple of these role-playing games, but they weren't Dungeons and Dragons. And, you know, every you'd write everything down on paper and be like, hey, my health is this. Yeah. My power is this. Yeah. But I was not allowed to play Dungeons you and Dragons. You whole campaigns and you'd roll the dice and you have to beat the people. Another male reporter. If I'm down, though. If one or more of these warning signs are evident, you should look further for ritual items such as a pentagram or other satanic symbols. Experts advise you contact your local law enforcement agency. Well, Hollow Access, he says the church called it satanic. And, you know, I didn't mind antagonizing them. So I embraced some of these symbols and ideas. Uh, but that's what made D&D great. D&D was awesome. I'd play it all night, whole weekends, whole weeks at a time sometimes when I could, you know. And then, you know, heavy metal shows. And that's what my life was built around in my teens. Well, we hear another male reporter. Chris Edmonds is a disc, uh, disc jockey whose specialty is finding secret recorded messages by playing music 
in reverse. Give me a little music, Dave. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Give me a little hey, music. Ho- hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what? I, <laughs> I did. I, mess- I recently met somebody Yeah. where this has kind of become a new kind of phenomenon in the last couple of years. Well, they did it with Dark Side of the Moon years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I know this is the thing in the 80s that yeah. they did where they tried to find every song in reverse to see whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? But this was like a something in like in 2016 and shit like that, 2014, 2016, yeah. that kind of came back. Oh, it did. Where people are going back and looking for, and there's like a list of like known things where people right. know that for sure they put backwards messages in there. Yeah. But then there's a whole subculture of people who go back and look and then who literally take uh, uh, um, um, algorithms. Uh, no. Uh, Wizard of Oz, yes. and they try to see other movies that might sync up with it. Well, that was the thing. You yeah. queued up Dark Side when you yeah. saw the MGM logo yeah. with uh, the third roar. Or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever do it? I've seen the YouTube video version of <laughs> what it. What does it do? It's pretty good. But what does it do? It syncs up the music with the, the okay. video. Okay, but I here's mean, the thing. There's some, Dark Side, there's some good stuff. Dark Side is my top three album of all time. And I just listened to the live version at uh, Wembley Stadium last week, as a matter of fact. It's oh, only it, 52 minutes long. It, it repeats. So it, it resets? It resets. And then you and play it, just it keeps again. working? And then it, you, it, it repeats. And the second time, it's just as good the second time almost. Okay. There's some good stuff. I'll show you the video okay. after this, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay. Give Might me a little music, because um, you're going to hear this disc jockey who finds the following in a piece of music. Go ahead. Mm. My sweet Satan, here's to sweet Satan, and then turn it off, and then he's like, "You heard it, right?" And I got to admit, I heard it. All right, really? it's pretty, it's pretty spot on. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, well, Michelle Short. By the way, yeah, pretty good new music, huh? It's great music. Thanks for doing that, listeners. I don't know if you noticed, but we did switch up our dancing Chris Neff singing music. So this is the singing music this you will be hearing here. in the future. All right. Well, Michelle Short, she's another TST member. We discussed uh, her in the last episode. She says, with D&D and heavy metal music, parents were like, well, those are the doorways to the devil. And it's like, in hindsight, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, Lucian says, today people laugh about the moral panic surrounding D&D or backwards masking in music. But the fact of the matter is the satanic panic ruined a lot of people's lives. Um, and Jesper, he's the uh, author of the Invent- uh, in- Invention of Satanism. Jesper, yeah. hardly nearer. <laughs> he says, people who got accused of satanic crimes were not Satanists and innocent. Now, Hollow Axis, he says, the thing that I think is really mar- remarkable and that everyone has to pay attention to is the satanic panic fantasies were being indulged by Christians. Uh, We hear another news reporter. A Pennsylvania grand jury released uh, last month found uh, more than 300 Catholic priests sexually abused more than 1,000 children since 1947. So Hollow says, you know, the satanic panic, we now know in an uh, entirely verified and public known way was projection. They were the ones that were doing the raping. See, okay. the, I'm sure the church fucking loves this type of shit too. Even when when people like Satanists act out, even they're like, "Oh, that's great! It creates a fucking evil distraction. It, not a distraction. It creates like a an opposite for us to now. Now they fucking now they're in the news because there's conflict. <laughs> of Otherwise, you're just 
Or we'd just, just be talking about kid fucking, and that's all we'd be talking about. Yeah, we don't want to be talking about kid yeah. fucking. It's like it's like, not like, misinformation. You don't hear too much kid fucking around Christian churches all that much. You mostly hear it with the Catholic church. Okay, but here, we're, you, now you're just being. Um, well, I think it's mainly because they can a Christian. A lot of Christian churches allow you to have okay. wives. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's okay. one part okay. of the reason. But we're splitting hairs here when you're talking nah. about Christians and Catholics, okay? Yeah, okay. One it's, of them, there's a, there's a. It's not like the Catholics. There's a ecosystem that is closed. It's not like that with the Christian churches. They're their own. You're talking. You're, you're, you're specifically saying like white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like yeah, the, yeah like the, 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 okay. Like a lot of these Christian, you know, like Christian Christian churches. Yeah, anyway, anyway, evangelicals. So, evangelicals. Like right. that's a they're good not example. as likely to fuck kids as yeah, the yeah, Roman yeah, Catholics yeah, yeah. is what you're saying. Yes, I pr- I would believe that. Yeah, it's because they're the Roman Catholics. They're devout to never take a wife and all that. Oh, like, good point. In, Ar- in the they're Armenian not, church, yeah. Armenian priests can have all the way up until like. All the way up until like the one above the archbishop, which is like third down from the top top, you can be like a fucking no shit. Yeah, like uh, anything, anything under that, anything under the under like the third level of the, like the they can mate, fuck, they can fuck, have wives. But everything. once you're second my, or third in command, bro, my, my, you have to fucking stroke off dude, the head chief. What's the head chief called? It's not a cardinal. No, it's um, I mean, grandmaster. We we call wizard a, a dead hide. Like a dead hide, a dead hide. Uh huh. Is uh is a careful. You're starting is, to sound like, like a the, fucking. He's like the head of a church. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a bishop. Yeah, I believe this is in the Armenian church. Armenian apostolic Christian okay. church. Okay, it's very yeah. similar to Greek or, or yeah, yeah, Orthodox. Yeah, yeah, of course. So the like Eastern the, Christians, the Etchmiadzin, which is like the top. top whoa, like the, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like don't you start talking in tongues like, on um, my show? Almost, say, it, hold on. What did you just say? Etchmiadzin. You etch your own idin. <laughs> what does that mean? That's like the Armenian Pope almost. Oh, where's like, he? Is or, he? Or, or, or or that's the name of the church that he runs or whatever. Does like he the hang main out? Church, does he like hang out on that mountain uh, Ararat where Noah's Ark is? <laughs> yeah, Mount Ararat. Yeah, Ararat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but anyway, the. Uh, the point is that, like, minus the like the top top uh-huh. first few levels, yeah, which is only encompasses Mujayi like, which is only encompasses like maybe ten people in the whole Armenian church uh-huh. in the whole world. There's ten unfuckable priests. The, the everybody else underneath them, the other hundreds and thousands, hundreds and thousands of uh-huh. priests underneath them, yeah, they can all have wives and kids and Got all it. that stuff. Got it. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for that information. Say it again. Mucha ezedin. Etchmiadzin. Etchmiadzin. Okay. Anyway, um, well, the next thing is we see a reenactment happening in Salem. This is, of course, where the satanic uh, right. temple is located. And Lucian walks around. Um, and you hear people saying, I know not if she be a witch. No, no, no. You have the wrong woman. In just a few minutes time, the trial of Bridget Bishop, accused of witchcraft. So we're basically seeing Salem uh, uh, witch trial yeah. reenactors. Awesome. Okay. I'd be down. Yeah. I've, but, seen, I've actually seen that. Have you? The actual Salem witch trial reenactors thing. Oh, okay. They did like an hour. They did like a whole hour thing. Yeah. And um, uh, when I went to go see him in, in uh, Boston, you know what bugs Boston. me more than anything? What is like? You ever been to a Renaissance fair? No, they're fun. I've always wanted to go, but that's like the only era of fairs that they have. Well, uh, Do you know what I mean? Well, there's like, no is like, there like a Western fair. You know, there's no fucking uh, Cleopatra and fucking Julius Caesar fair. Okay. 
Well, it's not Americana, really. Fucking neither is. Uh, I guess no, neither, neither is, is really Renaissance. Isn't yeah, it's Middle Ages and is, shit. That's European. It's yeah. not Americana at yeah. all. <laughs> but I mean, isn't it kind of weird that they were like, "All right, we're going to do fairs, but it's going to be on this particular time," and there's well, no I other think fair. That it's, uh, you know what I think? I think that it's easy, and it's probably okay. and like re- Ren Fair. That's Renaissance uh, Fair, correct. right? Correct. And the food works. You got the food's legs. easy. All the everything's easy to recreate. <laughs> I mean, you just need. Bales and bo- and goats and fucking grog and like those things that carry bales of hay wagons wagons yeah <laughs> fucking and you need some like shifty fucking wooden shack that yeah. looks like it's in a trailer park in Canada. It's just something that's always kind of pissed me off. But like, what else would you have? You used to, so I just told you you'd so have you'd the Roman fair, okay, you'd Roman have the Greek fair. fair. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you'd have the fucking. Uh, I've been to a Greek fair. Oh, you have? It's for smelly. It's a smelly inquisition of food and Greek people. There you go. You it's, could do the Spanish all, Inquisition fair. That's <laughs> no, my but, point. There's no, dude. It. Greek fairs. Ooh, yeah. Greek people. Yeah, they, they stink. They're leather jackets. Uh-huh. Feta. Oh, they use feta for deodorant, oh, I hear. Oh, dude. It's worse than Armenians, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, there goes our Greek listeners. Uh, <laughs> our so, Greek listener. Now, as we see the my dad was born in Athens, by the way. Okay, as we see this reenactment, they juxtapose the footage of modern day people that have been wrongfully uh, accused of satanic crimes. Um, the what they they show the West West, Mem- West Memphis Three in there, which is a big you know huge huge trial, huge case, Paradise Lost. If you guys listening have never seen it, do watch it. There's three volumes of it now. Uh, Johnny Depp's been involved with that cause for years. Um, Well, they continue and say, unlike the Salem witch trials, there was some uh, degree of introspection afterwards. There was even an apology from one of the judges. There was a general recognition that something had gone wrong and things needed to change. No such thing happened with the satanic panic. And so I felt like this is very much our fight forwarding what it actually means to be a Satanist and not allowing witch hunters to define that for us. Well, next we see a modern-day TST commercial. That's, of course, what, Dave? The Satanic Temple. Temple. Yep. Um, and hey, we, I should know that. I see the hashtag all the time. We see... Uh, I, I'm seeing it now since last episode. Oh, I heard they followed you on Instagram. We got a couple new followers, yeah. Yeah, Uh, We see an unidentified TST member and in voiceover only. By the way, what an amazing time to do this episode Uh while all this fucking uh, Chiefs and um, like Chiefs, the Super Bowl, no, Chiefs, Chiefs. Super Bowl, Taylor Swift, all that shit's. With the girl with the devil horns and yes. the ice Who spice. Who was that girl that she's did the devil? a fucking porn star. Oh, so Taylor ice Swift hangs out with fucking a, Okay. No, only she's fans. a spice girl. She's not a spice girl. That wasn't a spice girl? Oh, man. Boy, we're going to date this episode. If somebody listens to this in 20 she's years, they're going to be like, girl. these guys are fucking morons. No, I spice. She's just fucking only fans. All right, let's get back to the commercial. We see an unidentified TST member. And in voiceover, we see uh, images of a beating heart, a hissing snake, a burning fire. There's a couple in a bed and various satanic rituals going on. And we hear in this voice, in the coming months, you will not only hear, but feel our actions. We will spread our message of compassion and empathy. We will clean up the streets, work to protect women's health choices, 
free of harassment and defend children from corporal punishment. You have been warned. It's kind of like an anonymous type, mm -hmm. you know, clip. We are anonymous. And then we see them out there and they're doing good for the community. They got a sock drive going on. Okay. They're helping feed the homeless. And, you know, you're kind of being like, these Satanists are pretty cool at this point. We're going to head to Tucson. And there's another un unidentified TST member who says, oh, we're also working on the... Sounds like a fucking... Sounds like a wrestling organization. T mm -hmm. Welcome, TST. Well, she's a female, and she says, uh, donations are coming in for the Men Straighten with Satan um, charity campaign. Uh, and what this does is it focuses on collecting menstrual products, tampons, pads, to distribute to local shelters in our area. Now... Pretty catchy title, Men Straighten with Satan. Yeah. And for the good. So at this point, I'm like, I'm really liking these It's people. just funny that they go towards the blood. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to head to Seattle, and we meet a few more of uh, these uh, Satan, uh, Satanic Temple members, and we find out that they're doing blood drives, as you just mentioned. Okay? Um, they even adopt their own highway. Okay. So wow. they're doing some really cool <laughs> do stuff. They have a, do they have a rescue puppy drive? No, but they do use pitchforks to pick up the trash. Aw. <laughs> so nice I thought that was a nice touch. Nice. So <laughs> they show them too. And at the end of the day, they put all their pitchforks. Yeah, these are like, these are like you know, this is like, um, it's like a bunch of people who kind of, Hate don't churches mind and want to do good. Yeah, no, don't mind, you know, leaning into it a little bit. Yeah. Well, and the reporter's like, uh, yes, they actually use pitchforks and they want you to know they exist, they're friendly, and they also hate litter. <laughs> so <laughs> then uh, we head out to a Santa Cruz and we find out that the Santa Cruz chapter of uh, TST, they adopted a piece of the beach. Okay, oh. so they're going to keep it clear. You're starting to gain a lot of uh, monetary. They got value. cash, bro. Get some cash they got some now. Cash huh? coming in. All right. Well, five hundred one c three. They don't specifically. We say. should find out. This is where the research department we'll do, really uh, needs to can, get in there. I got some research okay, at the end. Okay. We're going to talk about their funding at I the end. The well, time to meet Shiva, honey, who's a TST National Council member. And she says, in order to help manage the expansive growth that we're experiencing, we decided to start the National Council, okay? Well, at this point, we see another map, like we saw in the last episode, and these little TST chapters, they're just popping up all over the world. And we meet William Morrison. He's a council uh, member. And he says, we've been pretty much the de facto governing body of TST. We work directly. You probably could have ran the doors also. <laughs> we work directly as a point of contact with the chapter heads uh, of the chapter to address any concerns we uh, helped out develop ideas and to make sure they're right on track in terms of what the overall mission of tst is well time to meet kim larue of tst national council that's our overarching thing to do as part of the national council is to work with the chapters we just want to be conscientious we want to do as much good as we possibly can now at this point dave would you be interested in joining this church yes i would too <clears throat> i mean if i wasn't already a devout christian sure okay well can't you be in both no 
They don't say you have to worship the devil. Mm. We'll get to the tenets. Wait, this wait is like I, you know what I, you know what this reminds me of. Yeah, this is like you know how like Canada. Okay, you know how like has different money. No, the how the United States you can't have you can't be a United States citizen and a Canadian citizen. Sure, it's called dual citizenship. Right, but you can never lose your Canadian citizenship. Sure, um, even if you are, even if you are. So even if you are an American citizen, uh-huh. you're still a Canadian citizen also. Yeah. In their eyes. Correct. So technically, you are a dual, dual citizen. Okay. You know what I mean? So let me get this straight. Yeah. You believe in um, your Armenian God, your Christian God. Sure. But you think the earth is flat? Actually, the... Bible says that it is. Oh, it does? Yes. Which uh, chapter? Can you give me a, a verse I, reference I, on that? No, I can't. So it's like Deuteronomy, and then it's fucking... Deuteronomy. And then it's Genesis, and then it's fucking Ted. The earth is fucking flat. Ted? Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Theodore. 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 Yeah. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> Theodore right. 318. Three, three, <laughs> let, let me get back to uh, this. So Lucian says, I initially imagined that the satanic temple would have no central authority. But at this point, we're very keen to make sure... I don't think Theodore was one of the disciples, by the way. That's the joke. I know that. I know that. I know that. I'm explaining <laughs> your jokes now to no, everybody. No, you're not... Would it help if I would have said Carl? What? How are you explaining it? I'm just thinking... To, I just think it's funny, like, this... Well, no, Genesis, like, Theodore, Genesis, like... Genesis is not. I should have just said Carl. Genesis is not a. Is not a. I know. He's, he's not I a know. disciple. It's a I'm book. Just, I'm just saying. It's, it's the a, first book thinking, in just, the fucking Bible. I'm just thinking of the name Theodore as like a <laughs> as a disciple is kind of funny to me. Do you Ted, do this at Ted, other comedy shows? Ted. Do you do this at other comedy shows? This is why I can't go to and sit down because you would shows. just. Uh, I talk yes, during the show. Yes. I heckle the people. Yeah. Okay. It's no good. I have to just go back and stand in the back and smoke my cigarettes. All right, let's go to Jex Blackmore. Now, do you remember her? She's the girl from Detroit. Yeah. She's smoking hot. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that's pretty hardcore. Well, we see her getting suited up to ride a motorcycle, and she's on her way to a protest, and her bike is emblazoned with the protest. phrase, no gods, no master, in pink and gold. She says there's a prescribed set of rules about how you're supposed to protest. You go to your local politician, you register to hold a rally, and it gets approved by the city hey, council. Hey, yes. Do you know what my favorite color is? Purple. That was a protest. <laughs> Good God. Let's go. <laughs> anyway. It's green, by the way. We see her hanging a sign on a bridge that says, Who gets fed when the hogs get fat? Forest green. She says, I feel strongly that you can't dismantle corrupt systems of power while functioning within them. We don't have money. We don't have power. We have relatively little voice. When we go and do a political action, it's more than just a protest. It's a celebration of our satanic spirit. It is a ritual in and of itself. Well, we see her walking down the street, and she's got the you know black crown of thorns, and she's got somebody carrying a black crucifix on their shoulder. Uh, four people are trailing after her. And one of the guys, he's got the black and white U.S. flag. Um, and then the other two are uh, other men that just whip her with like leather riding crops. Sick. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Ooh. <laughs> so she says, in much of our ritual practice, we are taking traditional symbols. Wait, wait, wait. what kind of sound does she make? She doesn't make any sound. And taking traditional symbols of what we see as an oppressive religious institution and destroying those symbols as a form of empowerment. Yeah. 
Now, we often use nudity because there is a sense of shame surrounding nudity that still exists and is pervasive today. If I can, I like to use bodies of men. I'm very I wonder why. It's literally the most shameful. I mean, unless you have a fucking hammer, there's literally no good that can come of it. Dude, there are so many small sacks flapping around in this fucking movie. Even if you're ripped as fuck Uh and you're a spess. Yeah. You fucking got a little tiny cock. You don't want to stand out there, dude. (laughs) No, no. Little baby cock. Dicks only look good if they're hard, Uh, bro. Everybody knows this. Anyway, she says, I'm very interested in staying away. All right, that was gay. I mean, come on. Dicks only look good when they're hard. I think they look sorry. I think they look fine when they're soft, also. Okay. (laughs) She she says, um, I'm that was offensive. I'm very interested in staying away from the fetishization of the beautiful female body. I guess she's implying that like what we just said, male bodies are not attractive. Now we've used wine in the past. The idea of kind of like choking on wine, you know, because the church uses wine as a metaphor for, you know, the blood of Christ, but we see it as a form of oppression and control. Well, we see Jax and the other TST members. Now, again, they're all naked. They're eating apples. They're burning candles. And they're just pouring wine all Are over they red their bodies. Apples? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and down their throats. Wow. And she says, if there's anything that other ant- pots, are they like, are they like Adobe pots? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, they're like, it's not like she's got a bottle like of Carlos beige. Rossi. Oh, I love they it. They get into this shit. Oh, I love it. Um, she says, if there's anything that anti choice protesters have been good at, it's spectacle. We wanted to create a context where we can start to understand that people who are protesting outside of clinics are doing something that's somewhat pervasive and disturbing. So we see her, she's got a sign and it says, America is not a theocracy, enforced motherhood. And at this point, we see another woman standing over another woman and she's kneeling on the ground and she's just pouring a jug of milk over huh. her body. Cool. Kind of hot. To be <laughs> okay, I'm sure it is, dude. Now we see. I've seen that before. I've seen some like. The milk I, shit? Like the milk on the, like, no, no, no. I, I saw some hot shit with like a chick with big tits and a bikini pouring milk on herself. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, they're doing this for a purpose. Yeah. You probably paid to see that at a peep show. Yeah. Now we see the modern day uh, anti-abortionist Pe- protesters. Paid to, for a peep show, Chris? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> you don't pay You're for not anything. that old, dude. <laughs> what are you You're talking about? You're not that old. You've never been to a peep show? <laughs> Fucking get out of are here. Are you serious? Continue with your bullshit over here. No fucking peep shows. Okay. Well, you didn't grow up in Times Square (laughs) when in the early 90s where you could pay for this kind of shit. You had a roller quarters. You got to see a lot. All right. They'd bring up the screen. All right. Yeah. And the chick could do whatever you want. Mm. If you had a hundred bucks, you went down to a warehouse at Chelsea. They threw out a fucking blue tarp. You brought whipped cream. You bought fucking uh, Aunt Jemima's fucking log cabin syrup. And they went at it. For a hundred bucks on a blue tarp, all right? You paid for it, but that's how things work back in the day, okay? It sounds pretty good, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one calling me a creep peep. Yeah. All right. So Tar and feather her? I never saw anything like that. I'm not. I'm just joking. Okay. Obviously. Now, back to this. Honey and feathers. We see the modern-day anti-abortionist protesters, and they're holding up those graphic signs of aborted fetuses. Oh. Or is it feti? 
Is it, <laughs> I haven't thought about it. <laughs> I know. It, what's the plural of hey, fetus? Hey, yeah. once it's a fetus, <laughs> twice you're a whore. <laughs> okay. I just say one is a fetus, two is I was still, I, I still enjoyed it. Okay. So anyway, there... I hadn't never really taken a look at these pictures, but you know, they're pretty graphic when they have these blown up pictures of, I'm guessing week old, you know, six to eight weeks or whatever. Well, anyway, she says, so anyways, that was our starting point. How do we do this? How do we match them? Okay. So we did a lot of brainstorming and then somebody made a joke about how they fetishize the fetus. Uh, and how it becomes an object that is revered in a way that seems unnatural. And we landed with adult babies, okay? So the next thing you see are these people going to these anti-abortion rallies. Um, You know, they're the protesters. Yeah. And they're, the TST, they come up, and there's all these, they're grown adults wearing diapers, but they have these huge heads that have baby faces on them. It's really creepy. Yeah. So it's an adult body with a baby face and they're getting walked down the street with like chains and collars around. Does it have like, does it have like a big, like a twirly thing on the top of the head? Like a little (laughs) baby? It's a couple of them do. Like the hair. Curly baby hair. Yeah. Uh. So we see them in front of a Planned Parenthood. So it's a giant baby face. Giant baby head face. It's not just the face. It's crazy. It's a whole head. Yeah. That's. Not, is it rubber or is it like yeah it looks like rubber okay. or synthetic like okay. something they look nicely made yeah oh somebody spent some money on it yeah he's fucking well they see this is a psyop it's you don't it's think, government okay. money all right, all right go on go on you see one of the anti-abortion protesters that are looking at these fucking babies being you know walked around with fucking chains and whips and collars leashes and they're like the meaning is a little bit lost on us okay like we don't know what you're up to and jack says we're talking about the abstraction and fetishization of the female excuse me the fetal image as one that speaks and diminishes women's power and voice a lot of people look at performance art and are a little bit confused but that's exactly how we feel when you see we see these people in front of these clinics with these fucking aborted babies. Bill O'Reilly makes appearance. What the hell just happened? What are they doing? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, all right. They're worshiping. All right. They're worshiping Lucifer. I mean, they're Satanists. Tucker, I don't know much about Satanism. Is it what when is Tucker it? was on CNN? No, it's on Fox. Oh, it's fine. Is it the worship of Satan? And Lucian, he says, no, we're actually non-theistic, okay? And modern Satanism has been recognized as non-theistic for some time now, another male reporter. So the word Satanist has nothing to do with Satan. Like if somebody wants to, what, worship a a jar of pickle? What do you say? Are they pickle jar people? (laughs) What are they saying in the pickle jar? Is a pickle jar full of sand people? <laughs> These guys are fucking morons. They're killing me. Why don't you, if you believe in the devil, why don't you just call yourself a Satanist? Well, Stu Dahan, he, uh, he's one of the uh, TST members that didn't take one of the names. You know, he's got a regular name. He's an attorney and he says it's called Satanism because there's nothing else to call it. Okay. The name wasn't pulled out of a hat. This wasn't something that was made up just to screw with people. This is a social-political counter-myth. 
TikToker. The reason I'm pressing you on this is because I sort of know a fake media story when I see one. And the whole Satanism seems like that. Well, Jesper says, the most important thing about modern Satanism, in my opinion, is that it has a lot of symbolic impact on a global level. I mean, everybody knows Satan. He's as famous as Santa Claus or the gray aliens. Uh, in the literary concept of Milton, we're back to Milton. We've discussed John Milton on the show before, Dave. Paradise Lost? Yeah. Yeah. You remember it? Of course. Well, he wrote that Satan was derived from heaven. He was uh, ousted for not stepping in line and like the rest of us, and now we fight back. Well, time to meet America Darling Curl. Uh, she's a TST member. Yeah. When I tell people that I don't actually believe in a literal Satan, they're almost disappointed and upset. Aww. Okay. Aww, they do like, something. They don't like the idea that we've taken a religion's villain and made him sort of our champion of rebellion. Another person, what it, it's preaching is evil. It's, you guys aren't serious Satanists. It's preaching against Christianity. It's anti-Christian. Well, Jesper chimes in here and he says, to say that a Satanist is anti-Christian is again a half-truth. They are anti-Christian in the sense that they are post-Christian. They are actually left. They've actually left Christianity. They are taking Satan with them. Time to meet Wonka, okay? okay. TST member out of Arizona. He says, I like the story of uh, Abraham. You know, he's going to kill his son. And Satan comes over and he's like, hey, you know, you don't want to do Satan this. Satan comes over. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta just, okay, hang on. You know, and, and on one side, it's, you know, everyone goes, well, that's him tempting Abraham. And you go on the other side, it's him like, hey, asshole, don't kill your fucking kid. Okay. Satan didn't yeah. sit on his ass and just watch that happen. He got up and he did something. Jesus walked into the desert with no food, right? Satan comes up to him and he tempts him with water and food. He's starving in the desert. Like, hey, dude, don't do this. Have yourself some water. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, you're going to be fine. He drinks water. <laughs> yeah, the guy started making a little bit of sense here. Yeah. This is like that fucking, like that Ralph Macho video. Like, if you go back, there's a video that there where they, they edit it in a way to make Ralph Macho look like, the bad guy in in uh oh, in the Karate, Karate Kid, Kid. yeah. yeah. There's a version of that for Saved by yes, the Bell, yes. Where Zach Morris is the bully, and yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Well, another reporter says, "Why don't they just call them atheists if they don't believe in anything supernatural or any supernatural being?" And Stu says, "Being an atheist is boring. There's no community. There's no iconography. There's no history. There's no code of conduct or ethics. There's no tenets." It's just defining what you're not. And with modern Satanism, you can define what you are. And Lucian says, we've defined uh, Satanism for the Satanic Temple. We've defined, there's defining. With our seven tenets. We've defined. Now, would you like to hear what the seven tenets are? Number one, this is tenet number one. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Uh, tenant two is the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Three, one one's body is invi inviolable. Subject. I don't even know what inviolable means. Uh, well, let me finish and I'll, you'll be able to figure it out. Subject to one's own will alone. Okay. 
So um, you're not allowed. Inviolable. You're not allowed to fuck up your shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's free will. Yeah. Uh, don't uh, fuck my shit up. Yeah. But your free will. <laughs> okay. The freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. Sounds like the libertarian, like, <laughs> fucking, uh, what do they call it? The uh, agro? No, I don't remember. Monsanto? Something laws of aggression. <laughs> to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to... Non-aggression principle. Now I'm going to read the whole fucking thing over Start again. Who gives a fuck? Here's four. The freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. Non-aggression principle. You're, I'm not even done yet. You're Good. fucking it up. I care. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of others is to forego your own. Ten and five, beliefs should conform to our best scientific understanding of the world. We should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit our beliefs. So they're like, fuck those uh, Christ scientist people. Those are my favorite people, by the way, of all time. Well, what you find actually is the more scientific, the more people learn about physics and cosmology and stuff the like more that. They believe the, the, more they, flat. the more they believe in God because they're like, I don't fucking know if any of this. <laughs> There's really famous stories, though, about like very famous people in history that were Christ scientists who have uh, turned down medical care. Like Bob Haldeman, he was a Christ scientist, and they were like, dude, you got cancer. We're just going to go take you in. We'll get this melanoma wiped off or some shit. And he's like, nah, I'm a Christ scientist. God's got yeah. me. And he drops dead like a you know, yeah. week later. Uh, six, people are fallible. If we make a mistake, we should do our best to rectify it and resolve any harm that may have been caused. And seven, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. This spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. So as you see here, Dave, there's no fucking hallelujah goat. There's no fucking you got to drink pig blood on every third Friday of the month. You know, if you read this and came across it and didn't know anything about the satanic temple, you'd probably be like, yeah, I want to get involved in this community program. Now, we meet another identified TST member and he says, I'm very surprised to find myself part of an actual religion. And Mason, who we mentioned in the last uh, episode, he's from Arkansas. And he says, I wholeheartedly agree with the seven tenets of the Satanic Temple. I believe they far outweigh the Ten Commandments in terms of morality and uh, best case practices to live in your life. And why can't that be a religion? Why can't me, following a code of ethics, having fellowship with brethren, why can't that be a religion? Well, let's get back to Senator Rapert, who, as you know, was on a mission uh, in the state of Arkansas to get the Ten Commandments put on the Capitol grounds. He says, all right, well, I want to thank you for tuning in to get an update on the Arkansas Ten Commandments monument. Female reporter in Little Rock, while the Ten Commandments continue to be watered throughout the morning, they stand tall in their new home. Take a look. This is exactly where it sits now. It was installed on the backside of the Capitol building this morning. It's a beautiful little monument, by the way. I mean, if you're into shit like that. Looks like you're hanging out at a grave, to be honest. 
By the way, we went over the Ten Commandments last week, and there uh-huh. was a little bit of confusion on the covet thy neighbor's wife, yeah. the, the Al shall covet, and I did some, a little bit of digging. Oh, what'd you find out? That so the 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 last that last one, thou shall not covet, yeah. is like it's broken down into like three parts, like A, B, and C, which is thou shall not covet thy neighbor's house, uh-huh. thou shall not desire thy neighbor's house, okay. and thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife, I'm or for his three. slaves, or his animals, or anything of thy neighbor. Okay. Wow, so they're really big on this neighbor shit. I think neighbor is like, like a general term. Yeah. I think it's like the people around you. All right, let's get back to Rapert. He's really proud of his statue. He says, I want to thank everyone. His Rapert statue? His Rapert statue. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hope I get a Rapert statue one day. I want to thank to everyone who has contributed. I want to be the best Rapert in the world. Well, listen to this. All right. If this is an irony. Let's listen. I want you to thank everyone. I want to thank everyone who has contributed to erect this monument. Well, Lucian says this is absolutely a declaration of faith, and this monument will be coming down. And Mason says, you know, when the Ten Commandments came up, she had a short life. She lasted for 24 hours, okay? Before a fervent believer in the church of separation and state took her down with this car. I wake up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, we see this. There's this dash cam video that comes on. Oh, shit. And this guy... Floors it in his car. Into the which statue? The fucking Ten Commandments statue. Ten Commandments. And it's not like a little grave. He's it's probably five feet tall. Yeah, it's big. You know? Nice little statue. So you just see this guy floor it, and it's at night. And he's yelling, freedom! <laughs> he just takes the car and runs it right into the statue. It knocks the statue over, totals his fucking car. All right? And Really? Yeah. Doesn't, can't even drive it afterwards. Oh, it's fucked. It's a wow. fucking statue, bro. It's like it's, metal. it's like metal. It's, how, how big is that? Yeah. It's probably eight inches thick. Yeah. You know this fucking metal. piece of fucking marble. It's not yeah. metal. It's marble. Oh, marble. Looks like a headstone, yeah. but like eight, oh yeah, yeah, six seven feet high. She's rear ended. She's going to the rear end. Oh, that would have worked. Then you'd have whiplash. Anyway, it's better probably. So police. Say it happened at like 4.45 in the, uh, in the morning. This 32-year-old guy did this, and he live-streamed it on Facebook. Oh, okay? Awesome. So I vaguely remember this. He, he faces charges, and we see him, and he's reading a hat that reads, Crunkster 430. What does that mean? No clue. Okay. And he says, I felt a huge pressure over me, and I heard inside, destroy it tonight. So then they send him to a mental hospital, and then they release the dude. So he uh, he says he's a Christian who supports the Ten Commandments, but not when they're replicated on the state capitol grounds. Okay? So there's a little duality in his little situation there, I guess. And Mason says this was not Would a good... Would you say his shirt said Crunkster? Crunkster 430. With the, with the C? C-R-U-N-K-S-T-E-R. It, I, I just figured you'd know it because you're no, a drug head. I'm just curious. What it's probably a drug reference. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, let's stay on track. Okay. He says this was not a good thing in the eyes of the Satanic Temple. 
Okay. I think it's like a car thing. Okay. Remember when I said we're just going to stay off of it? I'm curious. I know, but we're telling a story. You can continue the story now. Okay. <laughs> it's better when you're involved I'm and involved not crunkstered out. I'm just curious. You're crunkstered you out. You asked me like oh. I should know, like it was something important. I. It sounds like drugs to me. It's definitely about cars. It's not about drugs? Nope. Okay. It's kind of ironic too. the guy used the car to knock it over. So it makes a little sense. Okay. Instead of drugs. Anyway, Mason's a little bent out because... You know, he said it, it did nothing but help Rapert's cause. All right. Well, Rapert says we have to stand for civility in this country. All this radical talk from the satanic temple that would cause unstable people to get out and carry out these acts. What culpability do they have? Well, there's a person at the press conference and they say, do you think there would be this hatred and controversy over this monument? Had you not erected your own controversial monument? And Rayford says, I don't even know how to quite respond to that question. You see, you've got to understand the kind of people you're dealing with here. The man that claims to be the head of the satanic temple, this guy runs around the country using the name Lucian Greaves. It's not even his real name. All right? Fake names. Fake names. Fake arguments. Coming into Arkansas. To take advantage of gullible people? That's another thing. It's all happening in Arkansas. Yeah, of course. We know who's the fucking backyard Arkansas is, okay? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. America's truck, truck stop. No, no, no. We all know who runs Arkansas in the 90s oh, yeah. and 80s. Yeah, we but know. this isn't then. But this, this is, is now. Okay? Still, so they this, still run in okay, this So shit. this isn't Clinton's fault. Uh, this is okay? all Clinton bullshit uh, here, dude. You, you see a dot it's and Arkansas. you try and connect it yeah. and you forget... That dot has to take fucking 48 laps in 28 different directions to get there. Dude, they run. And you still see a straight line. They run Arkansas. No, they dude. fucking don't. There's no money in Arkansas. They're already out. Doggy, go look, They're at, running. The, go look what they've built in the marshlands. <laughs> Where? Fucking, Dog Patch? Dog one the, Patch, Arkansas? One of, the, one of the richest. Name one of the, me one city in I don't Arkansas know the name of the not city. named Little Rock. I don't know the name of this. It might not even be Little Rock, but they've got some fucking balling ass cities out there. Okay. Gated community. You can't even get to them. It's filled with marshlands. You got to fly in. All right, we're going to keep going. Uh, we're continuing with Rapert. He says, the leader of the satanic temple, he's using a fake name. His name's actually Doug Mesner. Hmm. Okay. And Lucian says, my name Doug isn't Mesner. Douglas Mesner. Okay. I have double layered pseudonyms. Well, Rapert says, the Ten Commandments monument will be back up. I have double layered pseudonyms? Uh-huh. Huh. The law will be fulfilled. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound CIA at all. Have you ever seen the movie The Ten Commandments? Um, I mean, that's the one with Moses in it, right? Yeah, Moses Charlton Heston. He plays Charlie. fucking Moses. I've seen. I saw it a long time ago. By the way, did that you, and Ben Hur. Ben Hur is a classic. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see a History of the World, World Part, Part one? one? Yeah, with Mel Brooks. Yeah. When he plays Moses, yeah. he's got the 15 commandments. Yeah, yeah he breaks one. <laughs> he breaks ten. One. <laughs> We've got ten commandments. <laughs> so Jesus, yes. Anyway, we start seeing huh? scenes. No, what? Jesus, what? <laughs> okay. We start seeing scenes from the movie. Uh, I've never seen it, but it was a Cecil B. DeMille film. Uh, looks like Edward G. Robinson is in it. Maybe he plays Judas. I don't know. I can't remember who was in it or what... Who was hanging out with Moses? Was Judas around back then? Fucking Craig Christ. <laughs> Craig. Fucking Craig Christ. <laughs> Craig Christ. All right. I'm fucking Craig. So we learn now 
through uh, a professor of law named J.D. Wexler, there are a lot of Ten Commandments monuments, okay, all over the United States. And they were put up around the same time because they were distributed by who, Dave? Paramount Pictures in connection with the Ten Commandments movie release. Okay? So this is how they sold a film back in the day. Uh All right? The story is that DeMille was involved in making these Ten Commandments statues in connection with the film, and he would donate them to local governments around the country. And that was all just to promote this film. And the Ten Commandments monuments are designed to look like the stone tablets, of course, that Charlton Heston carried down in the movie. Now, he starred in that movie, and he went on a public um, press tour as well to erect these monuments. So we see Heston in black and white footage, and he's like, the Ten Commandments need no interpretation. Like all good law, they are simple and basic and immutable. And then he like pulls the string and the cord or the cape comes off of the fucking statue. And I guess they just Sick. went around to all these cities being like, hey man, check out our movie. You know? What year is this? What is it back in the, in the 50s? Day? Is that when the movie came out? Yeah. Fucking. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had nothing to do back then. No, just make God movies, bro. No, I mean, just drive around with your fucking oh, stones. Yeah. Hey. 10 cents to see the stones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, come to the stone unveiling and you get yeah. a discount on your popcorn and Coke at the movie. Yeah, yeah. Coca-Cola, baby. Well, another female reporter, she pipes in here and she says, donations are pouring in to replace the Ten Commandments monument, including the maker of a film made at the state capitol. The people that made the movie God's Not Dead Pledge to donate $25,000 to rebuild the monument. These things aren't cheap, bro. No. Okay. Well, have you heard... Marble ain't cheap. Have you heard of the movie God's Not Dead? No. It's a... I've pure, heard of the... No. It's a pure flicks... I've heard of the Opeth song, God is Dead. Okay. It's a pure flicks production, which is a Christian film production company. Um, and they also made God God's Not Dead 2. Okay. Well, we see some excerpts from this film, and we just see a white dude, and he's like, people seem to forget that the most basic human right of all is the right to know Jesus. Well, Melissa Joan Hart's there. Do you know who that is? Yeah, that's uh, Clarissa. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Oh, Sabrina, that's right. Not Yeah. And and she was in Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah, Sabrina. Yeah, that's your generation. Yeah, that's my generation. Did she have a little black cat and was a witch or some shit? Yes. So... You know, the Seymour clips from this movie, I'm not going to be afraid to say the name Jesus. Well, it was a real movie that was shot in Little Rock, Arkansas, and the conservative Christian base in the town, um, they were all about supporting Senator Raybert in his godly mission for this statue. And we hear another report and they say most of our viewers are born again believers or Christians and they applaud the Ten Commandments, uh, especially on the state capitol. It's never happened before. Well, Rayford says the church in America has been silent for too long. The satanic temple, as much as they <coughs> posture, as much as they holler at the state of Arkansas, they cannot force a monument of baphomet on our capitol grounds. 
Well, Mason thinks otherwise and says, nothing would make me happier than to see our Baphomet on the Capitol grounds. I would love to see Baphomet. I'd love to see the Hindus, the Buddhists. Everyone needs their own fair piece of the lawn out there. The Nazis. (laughs) Their piece of the grass. When I look at Baphomet, I see the voice of the marginalized, the voices of the hated, the voices of the misunderstood, the voices of the folks who don't agree mindlessly with what the majority is telling them. Now, keep in mind, this statue, they use Diggy Pop's abs for it, okay? It's got the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the pentagram above it. And it's got the two little children looking up at the goat head of Baphomet. Yeah. They really love this statue that they made. Sure. You know, I'm an ordained minister before I got into politics as well. And I want to say this. What this nation needs is an overflowing of the anointing of God. Mason's like, (laughs) I think. God. Did I come out as a little walking-ish? Is that what? God, did you see that commercial? <laughs> yeah, I did. God. <coughs> that, was, what, that was actually a pretty funny commercial. You know what my theory on Christopher Walken is on his voice? What's that? I think he talks completely normal when no one else is around by himself. Like just would have, you know, he's got a normal voice. And it's the longest con <clears throat> of all time. I think, it just, it, I think it just comes out like that when he tries to do like a New York accent. No, I think it's all an act. It's a brand. Well, Mason says, I think we can all come together and have a reconciliation and all coexist. And Wexler says, I love to have this Baphomet standing next to the Ten Commandments to represent religious pluralism, one of the greatest features of the American experiment. But it's probably not going to happen. Well, a reporter shows up, and um, she's talking to Lucian. She says, do you guys have a definitive spot on uh, the grounds where you would theoretically put Baphomet? And uh, he's like, well, I chose a couple of spots. It'd be nice for it. And they said, well, what about this spot? And then I realized um, they were all close to the parking lots so people could run into it. So reporter's like, so if somebody runs over Baphomet um, or it's struck down in the legislature, legislature, do you guys sue? And Stu says, we're trying to do this within the system because the best way to challenge the system is to use their laws and the system they've created against them. Well, we see an article, Satanic Temple sues Missouri over abortion rights and could win. Satanists sue Missouri. Uh, By the way, I I don't think I'm saying that right. That's how you say it, Missouri. That's how they say it. I can't. I can never remember. They say Missouri. They don't say Missouri, and they say Louisville, not Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Louisville. Abortion rights were the focus today in the Missouri Supreme Court. Current Missouri law requires a woman be given an. Well, you know what? It is a little gringo kind of saying Sanchez (laughs) a little bit. Right. Kind of right. Does feel. It's kind of like I don't. I have the right to say it. Like you're white, so you can say Guy Fieri if you really want to. Right. Otherwise, I'm Armenian. I say Guy Fieri. Okay. And I say Sanchez and Gomez. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't saying. And I say Missouri. There's Missouri. A, there's an NBC. Um, Missouri. Do you ever watch the nightly news? Of course you don't. Nightly news? I watch my own nightly news, uh, not the corporate <laughs> bullshit press. Uh-huh. It's called uh, the Flat Earth Society Nightly Examiner. It's close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> you almost got it. Do you know who Jose Diaz-Balart is? 
I would have never listened to any he's of He's the Sunday music, anchor on, nope. ES, on uh, NBC. <laughs> he'd never catch <laughs> and he's Hispanic. And he, he does all the flourishes on anything Hispanic. Alicio Gutierrez. And he rolls his R's. Gutierrez. It's great. Because any other white guy would just run right through it. Yeah, I mean. Anyway. So, um, uh, we hear another female reporter, and she's like, current Missouri law requires a woman be given an uh, informational booklet on abortion. Paperwork that said, life starts at conception. Well, Mary Doe is suing Missouri Governor Eric Greitens. And now we meet the gov, and he's like, I think that if we're being sued by the satanic temple, we got to be doing something right. (laughs) We're doing something right here. <laughs> We're doing something. Just going around. We're doing something in right. the state of Missouri. That's Thank a, you. That's a good. That's a good slogan. We're doing something right. We're doing something right. Yeah. Well, Wexler it's just W D O I N. Wexler says the lawsuit by the Satanic Temple on behalf of one of its members is like the Hobby Lobby case. You remember the Hobby Lobby case? Okay, I remember Hobby Lobby in the case vaguely. That there was a case. What was they the case? They didn't want to give uh, birth control to their peeps under Obamacare. Okay, huh. like in their because it's in a, their, like in their in their like healthcare. Yeah, yeah, because they part of violated their, their Christian beliefs. Interesting. Okay, so that was the whole deal with the Hobby Lobby. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, so the Supreme Court said it's Hobby Lobby decision is we can't question people's religious beliefs. If they say it violates their especially religious when, like, beliefs, Hobby Lobby, so be it. Especially when Hobby Lobby's like paying for like half the like they're like if they want to pay like for their employees, if they're gonna pay for health insurance, they pay for like half of it. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I know you don't. I don't. I know you don't. Because <laughs> you never work for a corporation. <laughs> Um, or have never owned one. Well, we meet the legal counsel for the Satanic Temple. His name is James McNaughton. And he says, he's in court. He's arguing for him. And he says, may it please the court. Uh, it's appalling that the state of Missouri legislates into law that a human life comes into existence at conception. And the judge says, what creates the presumption that the statute, not statute, statute, that says life begins at conception is solely based on a religious tenet. And McNaughton says there is no scientific basis for it. It's just a proposition. It's like saying Jesus rose from the dead. You can believe that, but you'd be appalled if the Missouri legislature legislated that into law. And Lucian says, the thing I know is we talk with our lawyer. He's going to say like, no, people just don't understand what this really means. And lawsuits move slowly. Uh, and nothing's been resolved, and nothing's happened, and it's a massive legal bill, and there's really nothing so far to show for it. We're paying through it just by our regular donations, and we see his little donation box, and it's like a tissue box, and it's got like a few bucks in it, <laughs> and like, you know, buttons on sale for like two bucks, and it's, you know, this is from the gift shop at the fucking yeah. place. And <clears throat> the lawsuit was up to a hundred grand at some point, and he's like, I don't know how much it's up to now. Um, and it hurts my feelings just to look at it. And there's no doubt that this is my life's work. And I don't want the satanic temple to be known for me. But the success or failure of the satanic temple has always been, you know, either my vindication or failure. Well, we see a bonfire at a beach. 
some people hanging around. They're throwing wood on the fire. And William Morrison pops in and he says, as the satanic temple developed, we would hear less and less from Jacks. Remember old Jacks Blackmore out of Detroit? Vaguely. Yep. And she became a mystery. Oh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of what was going on with her chapter, which was under control. Well, Dave, we got a loose cannon. No, no. Okay. Because Jacks Blackmore, she's going hardcore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as we hear her saying, what I'm about to speak, we see, uh, see a satanic ritual in progress. Hooded people, naked men, Sick. they're all in bondage gear, and they've got these heads of pigs that they've cut off, and they're like slamming them down on these what's of pigs? Heads. Oh, heads. heads. Cut off head pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said pig heads, and they're like they're on spikes. Whoa. Okay. Nice. And she's like, after centuries of biblical patriarchal dominance, the annihilation of native and diverse cultures, the propagation of racism, homophobia, we owe our oppressors. We owe them hostility, extinguishable justice, inextinguishable justice, and uncompromising destruction. We outnumber them. We possess the fortitude to bring down powerful men and dismantle racist systems. Their existence is only made possible by our inaction. They have given us just enough to have something to lose. They have built a system that grinds us down, and they tell us to swallow our grief and our rage in the name of respectability, that obedience is patriotism. Meanwhile, we got guys in chains, all right? Their ball sacks are swinging around. It doesn't look safe, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is no model. You should have said that in a devil voice. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got ball sacks and chains. It doesn't look nice, That's dude. not what I meant. Okay. I meant the whole fucking monologue. All right, put it had... back on. No, 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 continue. There is no model for moving forward. We are the model. Who taught us how to protest? Who taught you how to get mad? Who taught us how to speak up? Because we are going to disrupt, destroy, distort, reclaim, resist, and rebuild. We are going to store press conferences, kidnap executives, release snakes in the governor's mansion, execute the president. Hell, Satan! Hell, Satan! Okay. Uh, I just want everybody to know that that was a uh, reenactment that Chris just made. We yeah. don't decide to do any of that stuff. NSA. More cocks swinging around, all right? Uh-huh. Guys in chains, all right? Yeah. And then at the end, this guy just stands up and it, uh, you know those long fluorescent light bulb tubes? Mm-hmm. He just grabs mm-hmm. those and starts smashing them oh, that's and destroying them. I know, it just looks good. It, and it then literally the, does nothing. I know, and at the end of this... <clears> we used you, to fight with those all the time. You see Jess with a push broom cleaning everything up. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's like seeing a, it's like seeing a, a, like a vampire and it's uh, familiar... Like vampire does all this crazy shit, drinks all this blood, kills somebody, and you just see like the familiar like washing off the blood later. Like exactly, god damn it, god, I, why did I use caro syrup? It's yeah, so much a, thicker yes, my, than, than red number five coloring. My husband's a he's a hemophiliac, so that's why there's all this blood <laughs> on this on this blouse. Anyway, Jess is off the grid. Okay, so William Morrison and the National Council says. Um, 
she called for Trump to be killed. Um, that's obviously problematic. Fuck yeah, it is. I agree. Fucking Geotis, <clears throat> Grand be- Emperor of the United States. Because we- <laughs> Geotis. Because we are completely nonviolent, okay? And that's against our ethics. It was glaringly obvious that Jax, being the wild card <laughs> that she is, wasn't really going to fit in. The Jexicist? Our- <laughs> no, they called me the Jexicist. <laughs> the Ejex. Um, so they kicked her out of the temple, bro. And wow. Lucian's like, I called her, you know. Uh, but it was ultimately a national council discussion. And, um, you know, I said we couldn't have a double standard for anybody. And Jex, she's a little like, you know, she's yeah. like being interviewed. And she's like, um, I don't want to go off camera right now. This is like reminding me of that chick that got booted from the fucking 9-11 society. Oh, yeah. The fr- the, 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 Tanya, the liar. The creeper. Well... She says about the injustice of that in many different ways. Well, hold on. You got to remember, they went out and bought fucking pig's heads and cut them off and are sticking them on spikes. There's fucking guys out there with fucking cock rings, all right, and chains around their necks. That's, yeah. yeah, I I mean, it's not really going to do much for your brand when you're trying to fucking get your your fucking shit on the Capitol steps. Fucking. So. She says, I have to say it does feel a little bit satisfying to, you know, be fired from the satanic temple for being too extreme. Uh, there's a great, <laughs> yeah. great fear that we are going to do something that is so offensive that it's going to somehow discredit our work. I mean, we're a satanic organization. Uh, there's like this fear of our legal system. That, Man, we're fucking Satanists, like <laughs> literally. You know, and I'm fighting against the legal system. And, you know, we need to be liberated from that. Well, Lucian says, look, dude, I love Jax, okay? I worked with her from the beginning. And it's really sad, but, you know, we we got to cohere to this organizational structure. How about the irony of this, you know? The satanic temple is being undone by fucking structure and rules, you know? She's like, we, you know, we lose some things and we gain some things. That's just kind of how the way it works. Well, Jack says, like, the reality is the satanic temple has become formalized in a way that is much more traditional, uh, of an institution, and I fear that the special <laughs> space that was created for people is gone. Well, let's go back to Arkansas. Okay. So, it's time. The dude ran over the fucking monument. Mm. They raised the funds. Mm. They're putting up a new one. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you see Lucian there, and he's fucking photobombing all the fucking pics of the fucking raper dude. <laughs> and he's wearing these hot pink sunglasses. And he he's like, shows up behind him everywhere. Yeah, he's like doing devil horns and shit like that. God damn it. This guy shows up in every goddamn picture. And, you know, he jumps on the dude's... He the, He's one of the dude's guys has a live stream, okay? And he's like getting behind the computer and he's like, uh, uh, section 24 of the Arkansas State Constitution says that there shall never be any preference given uh, by law to an establishment of religion. The guy just like shuts down the live stream. <laughs> so McNaughton says, I think Rapert's going to have to change course and openly acknowledge the religious meaning of the monument. Did you see his interview? And uh, we see it. Wake up, America. Wake up, church. Wake up, Christians. It's about time the United States of America, as a Christian nation, we get backed up holding what we believe in. This is a Christian nation. And Stu says, I can't see how they could possibly get around this stuff. It's a violation. They just completely ignored it. And we're going to file. 
And McNaughton says, I'm just really hard pressed to come up with a way that we could lose this case. We want to put monuments in every state, every county, every city, in every town, in every organization that wants one. Well, we're going to help you do that. And Stu says, why are the Ten Commandments monuments bills simultaneously in multiple states? Why are there? Why are there abortion restriction bills? Anti-LGBT bills simultaneously, you know, across different states. Clearly, there is a concerned effort, concerted effort, and that is not religious liberty. That's Christian supremacy. Okay? Well, we see a montage and more of the unveiling of the Arkansas Monument uh, while the Marilyn Manson song uh, plays. And uh, I hate Marilyn Manson, so I'm not going to sing any of that crap. Thank but God. it's the one, he does a cover of I Put a Spell on You. And then <laughs> I put a spell on I, you because you're not. Yeah. I can't do it like he does. I can't ruin a great song. Anyway. anyway. <clears throat> well, Stu says, I mean, we have I to. I like put, how the song starts from like a, another random Oh, it's part. never right. Yeah. It's, no, no, it doesn't start from the beginning ever. It just starts from yeah, a I random know. start. <laughs> you really love our new music, it's don't so you? Good, dude. Okay. <laughs> Stu I'm says, gonna start using that for like my intros and I, shit. I, it's your board, bro. <laughs> I mean, Run no, with I mean, the damn thing. It's our board. It's your board. It's your board. You're the producer. <laughs> okay. okay? I'm the you. talent. <laughs> You're the producer. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Stu says, I mean, we have to push this back because what they're looking for is essentially some kind of Christian Sharia law. Okay, their version of Christian Sharia law, okay. where legislation and their views it's of true. morals is yeah. implemented by a church that a lot of us aren't a part of, and we cannot let that happen. Okay, so um, now I want to say one thing I noticed on the statue. There was an all-seeing eye on top of the Ten Commandments statue. Now this tells me that something is more in play. Okay. okay. Now, you could probably tell me more than I know. Okay. I could tell you a little bit. But the all-seeing eye, that's the one that's on the dollar bill. Yeah. That's the fucking, uh, on the triangle yeah. of the fucking pyramid. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a fucking uh, Masonic sign, right? It is. But we know that there are presidents that were Masons. Sure. Okay. So, so is it an actual eyeball? It's the eyeball in the triangle. But, but is it like an? Does it like a human eyeball, or yeah, is it just like a, an oval inside, like a circle no, inside of an oval? It's a fucking eyeball. Yeah, but let me explain something real quick. Okay. Because like, like <clears throat> this is a little bit different. Like again, Christian Armenia's Armenia was uh, adopted Christianity in the year three hundred one A.D. Uh -huh. The first nation to do it, apparently. Before that, they were pagans for years, and even to this day, Armenians even. Even um, like some uh, of our of our um, reverence or whatever reverence, uh, what are the fuck you call preachers? Them? Preachers, <laughs> our Priests. dead hides. Like even they, you know, some of them will and some of them won't do. So even in our culture, even it's a very religious culture, we still hold on to some of these like weird pagan superstitions, like eating One, goat head soup on Easter, like a goat. Goat being involved in some things like goat blood. Like if somebody is in like a tragic accident, you're supposed to like 
sacrifice a goat. You did that with your mom when she got hurt. I didn't do that with my mother, no. Oh, I thought you did. But my friend did that with when he got into an accident. His family knew one of your fucking weirdo friends. We know know people that own goat farms and shit. Yeah, you're basically practicing Saint Teria and got no crystal ball. And so you like you would sacrifice a goat, mm-hmm. or you would get goat's blood. Like you're, nowadays, you're I don't know. Fucking creeps. Yeah, and you, you just you, say you put it. a little bit of the. You We're put fucking a, creeps. You put, you put goat's blood on the person's uh-huh. forehead that's like you know in a coma or whatever the fuck and supposed to come out of. Yeah. Anyway, so there's such like that. One of them is we we call it the achk, which mm-hmm. means eye in Armenian. Yeah. And it's like blue on light blue. Yeah. And it's like crystally kind of an eye. But like we believe in that, we hang one in our house. If you buy a brand new car, you're supposed to put uh, one of them in your car to give it good luck. You're supposed to, uh, like, if you have a new business, hang a brand like an ochk an eye. Uh-huh. Basically, it's like the eye of raw. It's like could you like ever get pain. real eyes and like put like eyeball make eyeball <laughs> soup like they did in Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom? You guys eat that shit? Uh, we don't eat eyeball soup no. You ever had it? I don't fucking believe you. No, we're mostly just like lamb, and beef, okay. and chicken, right. and like peppers, okay, and rice. But that's your take on the eye. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think I mean, the eye. Just, like, so I don't know if it's like a religious thing. Like, it, it's not a religious thing. It's, it's super, not. That's my a, point. Why super, is that eye being it's incorporated? A super, it's a super. It's a superstitious thing. It's actually the opposite of religion. Right. You know so what I mean? why is it being combined so with this know. religious? I, I don't know if it like if it's meant to be more of a Masonic thing, which probably it is. Okay. It could be a Christian symbol. I don't e- think it is, bro. E- even though, even though I'm saying it's a, you know, it's really a pagan thing. We need so to watch I, I it. You wrong, know what? The only way we're gonna figure it out is if we find the right aliens episode, ancient aliens episode. We gotta find it. Yeah, we gotta find it. Yeah. By the way, do you believe that we're gonna see aliens in our lifetime? Um. Or you already believe that know. they walk around us I, with lizard people, I'm, right? I'm no, I don't believe that yet. Okay. I'm still kind of <laughs> you're new to that. Well, I'm still kind of. I'm very my my ideas of space, yeah. and aliens, uh-huh. and whether or not they've been here and all that stuff. It's very. I know a lot. Here, I know you. I have do. a lot of conflicting. I, know you do. I have a lot now, of conflicting here's ideas. Thing. Here's the thing. I've I'll, heard a lot of bullshit. I'll tell you. I love it when I. There's nothing better than a good episode of Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Okay. I've heard a but lot of theories. But out it's there. dog shit. And my hope is oh, this. it's garbage. My hope is this. It's that's psyop fucking entertainment right there. Okay. Here's my one hope. I hope we do get to see aliens in our lifetimes, just so we can ask them. Is there one single true thing that that fucking big haired dude with the fucking uh, turquoise shit on ancient aliens said? Was there one thing true? And just have those aliens be like, dude, not even fucking close. Yeah, well, an alien named Juan will tell you that. So, okay. So, anyway, let me continue. That's the illegal alien invasion right there. I gotcha. So at this point we see people Project Blue Beam. We we see people strapping a tarp that covers the Baphomet statue. Okay. And it's being loaded onto a flatbed truck and transported to a rally. Okay. So um we see all these people. Uh, they're more uh TST followers. And we they, I just gotta go so some of their names. They're all like meeting up, and one of them uh goes by Lanzifer Longinus. And uh, there's another one called Skull Crusher. Um, one goes by Monster. 
Um, and then they're like, yeah, man, we're here to help whatever we got to do. Did he spell monster in any like cool way? No, just, just regular monster. Lame. You know, one guy in the back unidentified, he's like fucking hell Satan, bro. I'm here. Um, and then they ask Lucian, they're like, are you excited? And he says, no, well, we're going to go to the day of the unveiling of their statue. And we see anti counter protesters because they know that they're going to pr- show their Baphomet statue. And they're wearing shirts that say, I reject Satan, honk if you hate Satan. Blasphemy is not free speech. Satan has no rights. And uh, you see this hillbilly. They're going to have, I guess, a nine-foot-tall statue of Satan. Well, we came here today in order to negate that. Um, Their platform is separation of church and state which makes it sound uh, really nice. So, yeah. <laughs> they just want to irritate, you know. If you want to know the truth, that's what they're here. They're just here to irritate. And then, you know, the, the hillbillies, they're wearing Confederate flags. Uh, we're a Christian country. Uh, and so they don't have the right to alter that. They don't have a right to put their monstrosity on state capital. Okay? And... It's <laughs> this hillbilly that says that he's standing next to an old lady that's got a shirt that says diversity is just a genocidal scam. <laughs> I've never seen that one before. Pretty based, pretty based. So hollow access, he says, there is this individual that has like a previous conviction uh, for planning, you know, mass shootings. And we have anonymous sources that have said that he's going to be there. And this is a concern. And Lucian says, and what happens if you see somebody that I don't and they're pulling some shit? And Hollow says, you know, we've got an outer team on the perimeter, which I think is going to be about six people. So they should be able to see everything first. Uh, So there's going to have to be layers of people to get to you. Um, So it's implausible, you know, and I don't think anybody else here is really considered a target. So I think that's the only thing we're worried about. Well, we see Lucian. He's getting ready because he's got to do the, uh, the fucking speech for the statue, right? He puts on a bulletproof vest. And he's, Smart. he Smart. says, this is the infancy of the satanic temple. And in our own humble way, we're changing the world. More and more time goes on. People are seeing that we're a genuine movement. And this would be very difficult to maintain uh, if somewhere in any of our minds, those of us who are actively working on this, we didn't truly believe in every element of what we're doing. And to be doing this is anything other than an authentic expression of who we are. I just can't see doing that without being psychotic, which I guess is a theory. And Hollow says, it is out of not only Satanism, but patriotism that I am motivated to come to protest events, to have pilgrimage, to visibly be a part of a declaration of those beliefs. That's an ancient human religious tradition. I mean, that's the pilgrimage. And Stu says, I think it's a sense of duty to do this. I don't even feel like it's optional at this point. And Michelle Short, uh, she says, you know, you see Christian theocracy just, you know, creeping itself into our government, you know, they're not going to stop. They're just going to continue. And it's our duty as the adversary to stand up to this. And Mason says, I could just go along and just be a quiet little secular individual like a lot of people do. 
but I don't like, I don't want to say the phrase like this has given me a life purpose, but I would say this makes life fun, you know, participating in things like this. And Jack says radical Satanism has its claws in the hearts of people across America. And I think that's something to pay attention to. Well, we see the flatbed truck pull up, huge, whatever, eight, nine foot tall statue of Baphomet. And it's, it's, um, they, they don't put it on the grounds. Okay. Mm. They're just unveiling it on the back of a truck. <clears throat> cool. And we see the protesters mm. that are against this just singing hallelujah. Yeah. It's like, I guess, like a defense. They're doing Hail Marys and shit. They've got their fucking holy water with them. Nice. And they're just kind of like... They're fucking molotov in it. <laughs> so... <laughs> then we see Lucian. Good people of Arkansas and supporters of religious liberty. I present you Baphomet. Baphomet on the same grounds as the Ten Commandments, does not represent the conflict, but a resolution. If Christianity abandons liberal democracy, it will have fortified the future to Satan, to which I sail and say, Hail Satan! Hail Satan! And of course, the crowd clap, uh, you know, starts clapping and erupting, and everybody half and then, booze, half claps. And then give me a little music, and I'll sing the song they all sing. It goes like this: They're all walking down, you know, with their pitchforks. Satan never sleeps. He walks behind you through the night and through the day. Silently he creeps. He's always <laughs> there to put temptation in your way. So if you're burning with desire, he'll find a way to fan the fire. Then in the embers of the flame, you'll have a foolish heart to blame. Oh, oh, Satan has a plan. He's out to capture you in any way he can. <laughs> Ever since the world began, he's tried to come between a woman and a man. And so matter if you're great or small, he knows there's evil in us all. And that is why Satan never sleeps. That's a pretty good little tune. <laughs> so it was pretty good. Yeah. Kind of went along well with the music. <laughs> so I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is how they're ending the movie? They're just on the back of the truck? Yeah. It's not on the grounds? Yeah. It's kind of unresolved? Yeah. I don't like an unresolved ending. Hmm. So I'm watching it and the credits are rolling. And then a female reporter comes on and says, and I do want to clarify, we actually had to somebody two seconds ago drive past us asking where the satanic temple statue is. And, you know, just to clarify, that was just here for the rally, okay? And then they drove off with it once the rally was over. Now, currently, there is a lawsuit pending in federal court. The satanic temple claiming religious discrimination while the state responding, calling the satanic temple a satire group, okay? So saying they're not a religious organization. And so, that's how it ends. So no 501c3. I'm going to get to that. Yeah. But it was kind of a letdown of an ending. 
Mm. And I anticlimactic. Yeah, and I did a little research and I couldn't find any resolution. Mm, no resolution Mm-mm. about just it's maybe it's still ongoing. I think it is ongoing because okay. this was released in 2018. So I want to uh, before I give my review, I want to talk to you a little bit more about some information I found on the TST. Okay. So as I mentioned before, they're located in Salem, Massachusetts. The house that they bought was a former funeral home, which we didn't discuss earlier. And it also doubles as the local Salem art gallery. Okay. Now it has been under threat multiple oh. times. You, um, it doubles as the Salem art a, gallery. A, a Salem. A Salem. <laughs> Don't good. say the Salem art gallery. Right. Okay. Although, okay. According to my notes, thank you. It doubles as the Salem Art Gallery. Oh, the name of it is the Salem Art Gallery. Yeah. Uh, these sons of bitches. Well, they've had they're true. They've had threats on this location. Sure. So there was a local. I mean, resident. You're in Boston. You're near Boston. You're yeah. fucking a bunch of fucking you know hard racists. Okay. Boston's the most racist I mean, these city. Are all white in, people. Isn't Boston still the most racist city? It has in America? racism. Though. Sure it does. They're all white people. Yeah, and they they're, they're just, racist. They're more, they're more bigoted, maybe. Uh, maybe that's a better term. Yeah. They just hate everything? They just hate <laughs> this religion. Okay. They're bigoted towards the religion. Um, so anyway, there was a resident by the name of Daniel Lucy who set fire to the Salem facility's porch, and this was as recent as June of 2022. And uh, they were able to put those flames out. And um, there's also been a bomb threat as recently as March of 2023. I need a fucking bong threat. And plus, every time <laughs> I go on stage, it's a bomb threat. <laughs> every time you get on this pod, it's a bomb threat. Now, I want to talk to you about their tax-exempt status. Yeah, that's what I, all I care about, okay. literally. So on April what to do. 25th, 2019, the temple announced it had received tax-exempt status from the IRS, being classified as a church or a convention or association of churches. The Satanic Temple had previously been reluctant to pursue tax-exempt status until the Johnson Amendment was weakened by an executive order promoting free speech and religious liberty, which was signed by President Trump in May 2017, which the Satanic Temple viewed as unfairly giving higher status to religious individuals. Okay? Yeah. So um, also, too, by the way, one thing also that, <laughs> like, a organization, if you're 501c3, mm-hmm. you're now required to, you cannot solely run the company. You have to now run it as a board. So that means there has to be a certain amount of people on the board. Yeah. And then at that point, whoever started it can can easily be ousted after stuff like that. So I can understand people's... Well, announcing the new tax status, Greaves Lucian, of course, stated, in light of theocratic assaults upon the separation of church and state in the legislative effort to establish a codified place of privilege for one religious viewpoint, we feel that accepting religious tax exemption rather than renouncing in protest can help us to better assert our claims to equal access and exemption 
while laying to rest any suspicion that we don't meet the qualifications of a true religious organization. Satanism is here to stay. So yeah. there you go. What do you think of that? Oh, I think that's fine. That they're saying, fuck you, we don't want your exempt status? Yeah, I mean, who cares? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, I mean, like, uh, whatever. There's okay. probably reasons why they don't want to do it. I think you're probably open, open to a bunch more scrutiny after that, too, aren't you? Yeah, I've probably got to open up the books. Open up the books. Otherwise, you could just be a nice... They just don't want the, uh, anybody auditing, saying, like, what is this 38 gallons of goat blood thing all about again? It's true. <laughs> you know? You get audited a lot more when you, when you take that 501c3. All right. I want to talk about some of their international... So, wait. But they ended up... So, they... So, hold on. So yeah. They did not get it or yeah. they did get it? They said, we don't want it. So they didn't want it. So they yeah. they like, applied fuck for you. it. No. They're like, fuck you. We don't want it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought they applied for it and then they were like, oh, never mind. We don't want it. No, they announced they received it. Okay. But then oh. exempt. I guess I, I'm assuming the way it works is you receive tax exempt status after you've been a, a, a religious entity for an X well, whatever. amount of years. Good. Let them be a fuck. Let them pay taxes. <laughs> fuck them. God. What was the thing? Trespassing and taxes. Yeah. Taxes and trespassing. So I no way, no, no. Yes. The two ways to get to heaven. Yeah. Praying and, and praying and praying and trespassing. Taxes and trespassing. So. Stupid. As you know, TSD was uh, established in the United States. Uh, it's had challenges, though, acclimating to the diverse needs of international followers. Okay? So the organization was unwilling to assist members. Yeah, and organizations, I mean, places in Europe aren't really keen on using the word hail. Well, we're going to get there. <laughs> okay. I get it. Yeah. So um, they're unwilling to assist uh, establishing chapters where the risk of religiously motivated violence was considered too high. Those places in particular, Peru and Uganda, uh, Uganda rather. Uganda. Uh, Uganda. <laughs> Fucking Uganda. Hey, did I ever heard of Uganda? Uh, you gone too far it's with that one. Uganda. Uganda. <laughs> the difficulties associated with incorporating international members into the organization has led to one religious schism which gave birth to another religious satanic organization called the Global Order of Satan. Okay? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Now, Dave, did you know they had their own holidays? Okay. Let's hear them. I bet you they're very similar to pagan holidays. You're going to know more about this than I am. Uh, February 15th. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. Lupercalia. Lupercalia. Huh. Uh, I don't know what I it wonder is. if it's like near a soul because we just there was a new I mean it's fucking Ash Wednesdays today so it's like all the same shit is it Ash Wednesday today yeah today's Ash Wednesday the 15th today's the 14th uh, 14th yeah okay and uh on April 30th they uh they celebrate uh Hexenock. okay so uh Easter okay <laughs> okay July, July 25th okay Independence Day sure Let's uh, check it out. Uh, unveiling day. Uh, July July might be like a solstice thing. Gone. Probably the longest day of the summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Maybe, Halloween. maybe, maybe. They love Halloween. Oh, they fucking. Well, dude, uh-huh. even our fucking people love Halloween too. That's why. That's why our elections are right next to the fucking 
That's why our elections are right really? next to Halloween. So they all those spells and shit they do on mm-hmm. the Halloween, they affect they carry, the vote. They carry over into the vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. December twenty fifth. It's good old St. Nick's. Nope. For them, it's Soul Invictus Day. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, good old baby Jesus. I want you to listen to this uh, particularly closely because I know that you struggle with your sobriety. The <laughs> Satanic Temple. I don't struggle with it. I embrace it. I mean, <laughs> I mean embrace non-sobriety. The Satanic ta- uh, Temple has uh, the Sober Faction. So it's a peer support group. That offers uh, uh, addiction to recovery. Cool, um, man. Yep. A um, little bit different from AA. Um, yeah, this is S A T A N. They got uh, the Gray Faction, uh, which is a project with the goal of exposing malpractice and pseudoscience associated with flat earthers and moon deniers. Mm-hmm. Don't lump us together, <laughs> stupid. I mean, I. I believe the moon's there. I just don't believe we landed on it. That's what I said, moon landing deniers. You said moon deniers. Okay, so no. Actually, the pseudoscience associated Yo. with satanic ritual abuse Yo. and conspiracy theories. I, heard I was the, fucking with you. I heard, the, I heard the craziest conspiracy recently about Did the you? moon. Uh-huh. Is it, is, it's is, hollow and made of cheese? No, that I've heard the hollow one a bunch. Not the cheese one, but the, I have heard the cheese one. But uh-huh. like, the hollow one I've heard that rung like a bell. It's thing. a satellite? It, no that it's our reflect the moon is what we're living on uh-huh. reflection through the like the, the lens of the firmament basically uh-huh and it's like because the firmament's like a conical kind of sure a sh- dude, it's our dome bro oh uh, dude and then they fucking <laughs> some guy flips the moon oh you gotta turn his, it off every night you gotta flip it around no he, it's he, a light switch he basically Flips it and flips it horizontally Dude, and I've vertically. I've seen the Truman Show. I and get then, it. And then he starts matching up like things on the map to the thing. That's fucking yeah, crazy. It's gotta be true. God, so crazy. Um, anyway, the Gray Faction <clears throat> protests medical conferences, uh, initiates legal action and petitions uh, medical boards. Um, the faction, this is interesting, has protested conferences held by the International Society for the Study of Trauma and dissociation, which advocates for the discredited practice of recovered memory therapy. Okay. The group also this is just like this is how they got in. Like this is nothing. No, but this is what they're against. So oh, the wait, group wait. the group also has petitioned for investigation into the killing by Gigi Jordan of her child, which was connected to the discredited practice of facilitated communication. I don't know what's going on. That's when they're saying she probably communicated with the afterlife or whatever. Mm. Um, we already talked about how they got their start. That was, of course, with the the prayer in schools. That was what they were protesting against Rick Scott. Yeah, I mean. And then um, um, ba- the, the Baphomet statue, um, which we already covered. I don't recall if I mean, we mentioned so crazy that it was too. in both Oklahoma and Arkansas. I mean, you you grew up in what state did you grow up Idaho. in? Idaho. You grew up in Idaho. Yeah. Did they have prayer in school when you were in high school? No, I told you in high school there was that class you could take. It was an elective, mm. but it was like after lunch, yeah. and it was, the Christians all went to it and they hung yeah. out and they talked about Jesus. And oh, okay. Then they go do yeah, activities. So weird, like, I grew up in the nineties. You know, I went to. I was in elementary and intermediate school in the 90s in California. 
And yeah, we never prayed once. And there was all kinds of debate we would talk about during that time. Yeah. You'd see it on the news about prayer in school. And it's like, yeah, I mean, California <laughs> was pretty progressive, obviously. But it's like, no, we never did prayer. We were pretty good about separation, church and state. The only thing is, that we, for I remember for years in California, they were trying to get rid of the indivisible under God yeah. forever. Yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance. Do they still have it? I don't know, but we did it all the way up until pretty much high school. I mean, in high school, they still made you stand like yeah. second second period. You had to like stand for like, not the Pledge of Allegiance, but like. God bless America. Something like over the loudspeakers. Let's talk about Project Children Project. Or excuse me, Protect Children Project. <laughs> Project Children Project. <laughs> so they they began this in the, like Biden's it, fucking project. the spring of 2014. And it aims to offer First Amendment protection to support children who may be at risk for being subjected to mental or physical abuse by school teachers, okay, that practice solitary confinement, restraints, and corporal punishment. <clears throat> Fuck, I didn't know you could, they had schools that did that. Sounds like child abuse. Well, th I don't think all corporal punishment is death, by the way. I didn't say that. Okay, I just wanted to look. I just wanted to look. It is child abuse. No, I mean, but there are some kids that need to be fucking smacked. No I think all kids that. need to be smacked, but yep. Okay. <laughs> they also unveiled billboards in Texas which read, never be hit in school again. Exercise your religious rights. Um, they're also active with Muslim refugee activism. So um, they offered to take in many Muslims after the terrorist attacks in Paris when many Muslims were persecuted. And um, do you know about uh, Junipero Serra? No. Nope. Okay. So they are against um, Junipero Serra. And Junipero Serra uh, was um, canonized, if I recall, by Pope Francis in 20... It was a while ago. I can't remember. What is that? That's when you, they turn you into a saint. Mm. Okay. Well, Sarah, um, he, he was one of those missionary dudes, right? He's a Christian missionary. But the fucking TST, they said Sarah helped enslave thousands of Native Americans um, and that he had also led the Spanish Inquisition in his territories, um, trying residents of the missions for the crimes of sorcery, witchcraft, and devil worship. Um, what about the pentagram ritual? Do you know about that? No. Okay. They performed a pentagram. Burn Moloch. What? <laughs> burn a, burn a fucking, uh, whatever. Yeah. I forget what it's called. An effigy of Moloch. Oh, Moloch. Yeah, Moloch. Um, well, they, what they did is they created a pentagram um, and surrounded it uh, around the city of Lancaster, not too far from us. Yep, been there. Well, that was in order to support a state senate, uh, senate candidate. Um, who they hoped would be the first satanic temple member elected to public office. Oh. Don't think he won. Um, and what about Los Angeles Satanic Mass? You ever hear of it? No. Well, before Trump was inaugurated. I thought you were going to continue that sentence with mass shooting. No. Before Trump was inaugurated um, in 2017, they hosted what was billed as the largest satanic gathering in history. Sweet. Hoping to double the it's attendance. It's called... Coachella. 
<laughs> the 2015. <laughs> they hoped it would double the 2015 uh, Baphomet unveiling. So, yo, by the way, if you can't, if you live in the LA area uh-huh. and you can't afford to go to Coachella, yeah, every year right after Coachella in downtown, they have something called the Coachella. Um, a decompression oh, thing where you just go to the park and you just fucking just still Party do drugs. Park. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's the best. That's a fucking great idea. <laughs> it's great, dude. I would never go to Coachella because I can't deal with the traffic. It's like the come down. Yeah, the traffic is gnarls. Yeah. Well, anyway, was, um, I should never say gnarls ever. Nah, I don't like no, it. There's no. there were some big media that attended this event, and uh, local LA media was also in on hand covering it, and they described it as a bloody good time. Um. Holiday displays. You ever do those? What? Holiday displays. Oh, like a fucking nativity uh, scene. Nativity yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> They're real I'm, big on this. I'm curious what their fucking nativity scene would be. Well, they like to go to public grounds. <laughs> well, this year it's um, Moloch sacrificing <laughs> a child on the bed of the Baphomet. What they like to do is feature angels falling from the sky into a pit of flames. Yeah. That's one of their go-tos. And then and then and then a girl angel sucking a boy angel's cock. <laughs> the, um, they, <laughs> they also have a display which feature which they call the greatest gift is knowledge and it's a depiction of a snake wrapped around a black uh, le- leviathan cross. And uh, this of course is sponsored by the Detroit chapter. And it's quote a snake tivity. Ah, <laughs> see, I did. I like it. Yeah. It's, hey, look, it's got a little car theme too. Uh-huh. It's got a little Ford. <laughs> it's got a little. I put a little Ford truck in the corner over there. It makes it look cool. <laughs> the kid pissing on the back yeah. of the fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a sticker of the bad boy pissing on the church, like on the cross. Uh-huh. So in Western Michigan, there's a chapter that installed what's called a Yule goat uh-huh. outside of their capital for the winter solstice. I think, I think I've dated one of those before <laughs> <laughs> during the holidays. It's a Yule goat. <laughs> there's a Yule pig, a Yule goat, a Yule cow. <laughs> They're out there, dude. Oh. Hey, man, hey, man, I, I got to be honest. Lately, I've been I've been trying to go out like uh-huh. like by myself yeah it's not easy just to like restaurants and bars and maybe go see what the, the single life yeah. is out there yeah it's a it's a rough look dude it's just yeah. it's tough and uh i i'm not the best looking guy but like well, yeah that's why you're pulling yule rough, what did you call them yule, yule goats yule goat. if you look like me you're gonna get a yule fox <laughs> yeah okay okay <laughs> so. yeah yule horse probably <laughs> fucking <laughs> yule yule mirror like like mother like daughter okay following a a pandemic hiatus um on the holiday displays at the state capitol uh in illinois they announced a new sculpture for the rotunda in celebration of sol invictus now remember that's their holiday on the 25th i just want to make sure the rotunda is something within that's in the middle and you can walk around it right yeah Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. You ever been in a capital? State yeah, yeah, capital? Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to make sure that's what a rotunda I think really like is. Maybe one or two state capitals that aren't round, but I forget where. Mm. Anyway, Seoul Invictus. Yeah, Seoul Invictus. That 25th. 25th of December. That's actually the holiday where Baphomet was born. Okay. So apparently, old Baphomet and Jesus were born on the same day. What are the odds of that? 
Huh. Um, a local cat. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Korean Jesus was born on the same day also. Okay. Oh, Korean Jesus. You know what I mean? Like he's fucking, he's, uh, he's, he's born on the 25th. He's just, he's slanted eye a little bit. <laughs> slanted a little slanted eye. Jesus. Yeah. Got it. Uh, anyway, local Catholic Bishop Thomas Paprocki declined an invitation to attend the installation of the statue, which took place in December. Um, and an Illinois, uh, I guess, constituent there returned to the rotunda in 2022 with a crochet display of apples and the serpent of Jesus paired with a book by Copernicus that had been uh, banned by the Vatican for centuries. I don't think people understand how dangerous Copernicus was, you know? Yeah. I mean, I he guess. was the OG scientific badass that was like, let me tell you how the shit really works, you dumb fucks. Yeah. Uh, did he get burned at the stake? Kapernski's? Kapren was killed because of, he thought that the... <laughs> he didn't think he was right. No, 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 no. He thought incorrectly. No. <laughs> he incorrectly thought that we go around the sun. Right. Um, did Kapern say anything about the earth being flat? Um, I don't know. That I don't know. Okay. Well, um, there were also new displays that were organized by local uh, congregations in 2023. Um, and they decorated a tree in Wisconsin, uh, as well as a mirror-covered red-cloaked Baphomet statue at the Iowa State Capitol. It was uh, later vandalized. And uh, a former Republican congressional candidate from Mississippi was charged, of course, with a hate crime for vandalizing said statue. Hmm. Well, also saying here, Copernicus died of cerebral hemorrhage. Yeah, because somebody smashed his fucking head yeah, in. Yeah, maybe. Because they were like, bro. Yeah, they're like, you can't. <laughs> we, they need to think the earth is flat. Yeah, you can't, you can't be doing this yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Um. So a couple other things I want to get into. Um, obviously, you, we know that they support um, their pro-choice. They sort support tons of uh, women's rights. So I dig them just for that right there. Um, now, SatanCon, you ever been? <laughs> Can't say that I have. Okay. I've been, I've been to something close called SkankFest. Okay. <laughs> well, they held their first SatanCon convention inside uh saguaro hotel in scottsdale arizona as recently as february 12th 2022 probably just as funny as satan fest okay <laughs> well when they did this all the christians showed up and protested uh they were holding crucifixes crosses of course the signs probably brought some holy water with them too um the 10th celebration of satan con is in 2023 um, I don't understand how it could be 10th celebration if they held the first one in a year prior, but I guess maybe they had little private ones. Well, maybe they had, they didn't know, go or public. Maybe, or maybe they had ones earlier that there weren't uh, subs like in anyway, in order. Yeah. Um, so, um, a couple other things. Um, we talked about their, their spread, uh, around the world. We've got chapters in Canada, Australia, um, and I want to end up with a final comparison to Levayan okay. Satanism. Sure. Okay. 
Well, Lucian has described the temple as being a progressive and updated version of LaVey's Satanism. The temple views itself as separate and distinct from its forerunner, representing a natural evolution of Satanic thought. Greaves has written and posted a fairly evolution long Greaves. <laughs> reputation of LaVey's doctrines in an essay entitled Church of Satan versus Satanic Temple. So I would suggest looking that up if you do want the full-blown differences. Yeah. Um, and he said that the elements of social Darwinism and Nietzscheanism within Levian, Levian Satanism are incongruent with game theory, reciprocal altruism, and cognitive science. He has also criticized the Levian Church of Satan for its lack of political lobbying and what he sees as their exclusivity, referring to them as autocratic and hierarchical and saying that the church uh, fetishes uh, authoritarianism. Now, conversely, the Church of Satan has claimed that Anton LaVey codified Satanism as a religion of philo and philosophy um, with the Church of Satan in 1966, so that we have five decades of a clearly defined beliefism called Satanism, uh, expounded by a World War organization, namely the Church of Satan. First of all, I just want to make a note here. I got follows from both the Levian Church of Satan <laughs> and the TST. So I want to thank nice. you forever who reached out. Um, mm -hmm. You guys have great social media skills. <laughs> um, the Satanic Temple, on the other hand, are only masquerading as Satanists, okay? And they don't represent Satanism. And... A gentleman by the name of Joseph P. Laycock, great name, never met him, attributes the origins of the temple and the difference between the two groups to the culture war between traditionalist conservatives and liberal secularists fueled by demographic changes. So that's interesting. I guess his theory is that if you're a true Satanist, you're a conservative. And if you're one of these TST more you know, secularist persons, that's your, that's where you follow. So I guess to me, it, under those terms, Dave, who do you identify more with? Uh, fucking which, o, OG LeVay? This is like asking me if I'm Shiite or fucking <laughs> right. or, or Sunni. Right. Yeah, I don't identify with either. I don't give a fuck. Well, it doesn't matter. You have to identify okay. for the sake of the argument. Which one? Yeah. Closer to the Leviathan. Yeah, and I'm the opposite. I would be... Um, Progressive cuck, we know. <laughs> okay. Um, now, here's some interesting numbers. In the United States, where the temple is based, the number of adults identifying as Christian is shrinking. Um, 63%, Just like our Danes. 63% in 2021, down from 78% in 2007. And those identifying with no religion is growing. 29% uh, in 2021, up from 16% in 2007. Mm. So it's a lot higher than I thought, actually. 30%. Yeah, I, 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 I thought the same thing. Some observers have suggested God is that the increasing political activism of American conservatives in the 1990s and 21st century on issues such as abortion, teaching of evolution, gun politics, separation of church and state, privacy, recreational drug use, homosexuality, and censorship 
is an attempt to compensate for their loss of cultural power by using the power of the state. In the meantime, the growing number of secular, religiously unaffiliated have also become politically aroused, as am I. In addition, the sizable number of people who were told as adolescents that rock music or the game Dungeons and Dragons that they enjoyed were satanic are now grown and have a very different idea than earlier generations as to their relative merits of Satanism versus Christians, or at least politically active conservative Christians. And Laycock further argues that the shift in interest among Satanists towards political activism between the founding of the Church of Satan and the establishment of the Satanic Temple can be explained in part by by their desire to counter the influence of Christian conservatives. And finally, um, Christian religious organizations have criticized many actions, of course, by the TST and accused the temple of being unserious and merely a prank or public satire or even more so an elaborate trolling attempt. Now, Greaves clarified in 2013 that the temple could be both satanic and satirical and maintains that freedom of speech prevails regardless of political opinion regarding such criticism. Blackmore Jacks, of course, dismissed claims that the temple was simply trying to cause trouble for no reason except to be shocking. Instead, she defended the temple, adding to the dialogue that's already there and asking for rights just like anyone else. Okay? Yeah. So, um, which I agree with. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I got to say, this was a pretty uh, eye opening experience for me. I had never heard of this organization in any regard. I mean, I knew about Satanists, you know, uh, but I never, I can't believe I've never heard of this group. They have, they have obviously have a great little mission statement and they align with a lot of uh, my, my views. Now, would I join this organization? Hell no. Okay. Would I Unless support you're horny them? as fuck. Maybe if I, yeah, maybe. But that's just because I don't join any religion. I don't, I don't join yeah, any I don't groups. join anything. I just don't join anything, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I, 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 w- I would, if I saw one of these guys on the street and they were out in front, like the kids with the candy bars at grocery stores, and yeah. they were like, hey, man, can we get a little cash for Baphomet? I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> can we wash your car? Yeah. Can we wash your car, mister? <laughs> no, I'd Make be sure like, you don't have any fucking jewelry. Yeah, I totally support these people. I like the way they're kind of like fuck you to the non-tax uh, exempt status. I don't yeah. know if that's a good move because yeah, these pro- fucking same bitches got big fucking tits over here, dude. Let me tell you. I just hope that they have enough cash to keep doing what they're doing because they're they're definitely in, in doing the right thing, in my opinion. Now, Dave. Yeah, what kind of docking we're looking at here, buddy? This <clears> is <throat> this is tough. I am going to say it's a two and a half docker out of four. Not bad. The problem <clears throat> is. The way is, it ends. The, I, that's not their fault, um, the way it ended. Uh, I just thought... That's it, not whose fault? The people who made the documentary? Yeah, they're, they're subject to what happened. I just uh, thought I mean, it'd be a little easier for me to find out what can, happened. There's ways to... Yeah, I'm not going to get into fucking searching for court documents. I don't have that kind of time. I just thought a Google search would do it, and I wasn't <laughs> able to find it. So is it? Uh, it's very 
compelling. Um, but this is something you need to watch if this is a specific interest, if you're into religion, if you're into politics. If you're a casual viewer, I don't think you're going to find it fascinating. They are fascinating to me, uh, but I don't yeah, think the you're film... You're in the culture war. I don't think the film um, was constructed um, in a way that I would say, you need to go out and watch this. Mm, interesting. Okay. So a two and a half... Yeah, you've seen a lot. Two and a half At least of 70 of them, five of them. But I've seen more than that. I know you have. Now, Dave, are you going to go home and watch this? Absolutely not. It's just not not for you. Not even close. Okay. Now, did you not want me to cover that other documentary? I don't care. You can cover whatever you want. Okay. Well, it literally means nothing to me. Well, um, we have a teaser for next yep. week. Dave, have you seen what Bitcoin's up to these days? <sighs> Just hit a new high today. <sighs> it hit 52,000. It's crazy stuff, man. We're going to talk about a documentary that our listeners can find on Netflix called Bitcoin. Okay. So if you want to get a head start on this. Staying away week, from some other crypto uh, uh, documentaries, uh, huh? Dude, it's not about that. It's about what <laughs> I can find the fucking uh, <laughs> scripts for. I know, I, know. I know we do have people that want us to cover the, the Richard Hart documentary. And <laughs> if you can give me a script, I'll do it. Get them. So if, if somebody wants that done, I will do that. Uh, maybe we'll go back to back crypto for a little bit because crypto is so popular right now. Anyway, Dave. Yep. Uh, tell our listeners what they can do to help us out around here. Hey, you stupid. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I mean it. I need them. We need to hit 100 by the end of March. Okay. So go do that or go leave us a review on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. You know, follow me at Dave Sarah. Follow Chris. Follow the things. Leave us messages. Come to the Discord. You know what to do. It's very easy. It's very easy to help us for free. Yeah. Just go do those things, please. You know what it is, Dave? What? You ever have one like a to-do list? Yes, okay. I have many to-do lists. And you just keep putting that thing down on the to-do list, and it just gets lower and lower and yeah. lower. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I need to take two minutes out of my day to write a review. I've yeah. never written an Apple review. Yeah. It, how does it work? Right. It, do I... Do I need to log on? It's easy. It's not that hard. You just got to make it a priority if you care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And of course, we do read all your spot or five reviews as well. No reviews this week, but we will have more next week with episode 79 of Bitcoin. We will see you next week.